This is Corolla Digital. Hello, my little oyster crackers. It's me, Allison. This episode is brought to you by the new Squarespace. Squarespace introduces a new content management system, making it faster and easier to create a high-quality website or blog, plus mobile responsive designs with automatic device scaling and more than 50 other new features. For a free trial and 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, go to squarespace.com forward slash best friend and use offer code best friend seven. All right. Before the show starts, I need to tell you about a few things, and also I need to cough. Hang on. Just hang on to your pants. <coughs> I did it. I hope your pants are right where you left them. Uh, anyway, come see me live. That, that opportunity to do so will be August 9th at NerdMelt. The guest is Pete Holmes and musical guest Michael Rosas. So that should be a super-duper good time. And I think we have an iTunes comment of the week, do we not? Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. So this week's iTunes comment of the week comes from Frighteningly Fat Ugly Man. And, and that's not even our name for him. No, that's, that's what he called name, himself. Yeah. And it's called Fun and Personable. I listened to her on on Adam Carolla when he has a guest I like. Not a huge Adam fan. And so I was excited to find out that she has her own show. She's sincere and seems to connect with folks nicely. And hey, any lady who can talk to Jim Norton without blowing a rape whistle has an awesome set of ovaries, I guess. Oh, middle name, Blaney. Thanks, Fright Fat. And he offered his middle name because that was the question of the week whenever we asked that. Um, because my belief was more and more people have unusual middle names or they're copying to their unusual middle names. You know, like mine, Michelle, or Gary's, Patrick. Do you have siblings with unusual middle names? Not really. My only sibling's middle name is Anne. Sometimes I want to crack the nut that is Gary. I feel like you're still a mystery. I like it that way. <laughs> that, that, well, don't get too comfortable, because a, one of these days we're going to find out it's a what makes nut. Gary yeah, you don't go anywhere without your security nut. No, no I don't. But see, you're being mysterious right now, Gary. What's behind that stoic face? <laughs> I feel like that's the third time you've described me as stoic on this show. That's People because you're mysterious. A- <laughs> okay. You're a mysterious stoic person behind a safety nut. We should put that in the topic sombrero. How do you deal with a stoic person? That's good. Let's do that. But first, let's tell everyone about Squarespace. So Gary and I are, are very steeped in the new Squarespace, and we are fans of it. If you want to design a website, or perhaps you already have a web- website and you want some new design options or you know any, anything, whether you're like a novice towards web, at web design or you're very advanced – in which case you probably already know about Squarespace, but it's a content management system and they have beautiful templates. And the thing that I think is the best thing about Squarespace, at least for me, is that they have drag and drop features so you can make a beautiful looking website and you don't have to code. Back when I had started a blog, uh, you actually really had to do HTML and you had to do code and all sorts of stuff, which someone like me you know, a delightful person who doesn't know how to do that kind of stuff, really couldn't do. And every time I did something, it was like, I wonder where this is going to show up on the page. But now with drag and drop, with Squarespace, man, I wish they had that back in my very early blogging days. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I used to code websites too, and I even knew what I was doing, and it still sucked. And uh, Squarespace is really easy. It's a cool, cool design, and the drag and drop feature is really easy to use and intuitive. And I was testing it out and playing with it. And atop, on top of that, for you know the the content provider, another thing that that's kind of a, an, a another uh, benefit that you don't really think about while you're building the website is that Squarespace automatically scales your stuff so that if somebody's looking at it on an iPad or an iPhone or an Android device or anything, it'll show up in the most optimized way for that particular device. So just because you put your your website out there as one thing on the website for a computer. When somebody goes to an iPad, it will be rearranged so that it is more streamlined for that device. Yeah, that's actually a huge cool thing. Um, and also, it, it, you can set it to automatically pull in photos from Instagram or like all your social media stuff. It can integrate with Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, Foursquare, Dropbox, LinkedIn, Pinterest, StumbleUpon, and more. So it's super duper awesome. So pretty much anything you have, it'll just link right up to, and it's so intuitive. Exactly. Thank you, Gary. Um, and, and well, for a free trial, go to squarespace.com forward slash best friend. That's me. I'm your best friend, your new best friend. Sign up for a free account. No credit card needed. Just try it out and start building your website. Then if you decide to purchase it, use the offer code bestfriend7. If you have six other best friends, forget about them. Choose your seventh. Best Friend 7, and get 10% off your first purchase on new accounts, which includes monthly and annual plans. And don't forget about free domain registration with annual plan subscriptions. Before, when I said, oh, and one more thing, that's what I was going to tell you about the free domain registration, because that's pretty awesome. But I decided to just wait and tell you, you know, when I tell you, which I just did. That's squarespace.com forward slash best friend and use offer code best friend 7. And by the way, current Squarespace customers can convert their accounts and content to the new Squarespace whenever they choose, or they can keep their site in the current Squarespace code. So they are taking care of you. Yes, safety nut. I know that most of our fans are extremely tech savvy. Yes. But just to make it clear for anyone out there who possibly doesn't know, a domain name is the www, what, where you would go to. So if you wanted to have www.ducklings.com, I do. Squarespace would be able to help you out with that, whereas traditionally you would do that on one site and then you would go somewhere else to help you build it and they, they bring it all together and make it nice and easy so it's a one-stop shop gary i did a lot of research on ducklings recently and i was going to take a, a shot of my uh, google search history but i didn't but i feel like i could at any moment so get ready for that you should definitely take that shot and save it because one day we will want to use it exactly all right so let's see itunes comment of the week question for next week you know what i'm just going to leave it open you just say whatever is on your mind although as always we are kind of looking for a nickname for stoic gary and i think i think safety nut is going to do it for now though um so as always i love you guys come to the live show and here's the episode with former mtv vj comedian writer and super awesome guy dave holmes Hey everyone, hi, hello, it is me, Allison Rosen, your new best friend, and welcome to another exciting episode. My guest today is none other than Dave Holmes. You know him. Hi, Dave. Hi. How hi. are you? No, I'm good. How are you? Good. I always want to be polite and not start talking before I'm introduced. And but... I always want to be polite by uh, introduce by 
allowing the person to talk before I fully introduced them. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So well, we, hi. Hi. Ah, it's good to be here. What a catchy song. Oh, okay. Could you get a little closer to yeah, the yeah, mic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Gary is making a clapping motion, but I think what he's saying is get a little right. closer to the mic. Get closer. Okay. You know why? Because I am booming. Okay. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Let's boom I, together. Yeah. I have to tell everyone that um, I took some cold and flu medicine oh, earlier, yeah. and it said daytime, oh. but because I don't normally take... This, I feel like this is a digital version of Rosinating. It is. Finish your Ro- story. I, I already will. heard this. Sorry then, to interrupt. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a good one. This one's yeah. going to get good. Okay. Um, I Googled what the medicine was that was in it because I was like, I don't know what this is. And then I read that it uh, the antihistamine in it makes you drowsy and that sometimes it's even offered as a sleeping pill to oh, people. Boy. Yeah. So now I'm convinced that I'm drowsy. So I'm just warning okay. you. I, but it might be in but my head. You know, you know what it is? It's probably also mixed with something really shitty that wakes you up. You know what I mean? If it's a day thing, there's probably some stimulant in it, which is not good for you, and which probably, when isolated, goes into methamphetamines. Okay. Probably. Good. So it's like I I drank a tea made of bath salts with alcohol in it. There you go. That's wonderful. Okay. I feel better now. Thank you. So now I I feel balanced. The last time I took any kind of a quill, a day quill, a night quill, whatever, I took a night quill like Mm -hmm. 15 years ago, and I woke up in the middle of the night punching my headboard on my knees in bed, punching the shit out of my headboard. Did you think it was someone? No. No, wow. I, I mean, I don't think so. I, I just, I was so, like, I was... Did it talk back? <laughs> probably. I don't know. I, it, there was some weird dream thing. But then after yeah. that, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm just no. going to have colds I until feel, I don't have a cold. I feel like there's people who heard that and are probably going to go up their dosage now, though. Probably. Like, I want to feel that. Probably. So we know <laughs> you... so powerful. ...from several MTV shows. Sure. Along with Court TV, FX, oh, yeah. VH1, Bravo, your daily video podcast, A Drink With Day. Yes. Which I, I am going to ask you in a moment what's going on with that because I okay. know that you there's a second season sort of there hangs in the balance. It hangs in the balance. And I know. And you're a writer. Right. And you're also someone that a number of people have recommended to me would be oh, a wow. great guest. Yes. Jesse Thorne. Jesse Thorne, the wonderful Jesse Thorne. Said that you're great. You can talk about anything. Okay. But, but. I am probably going to disprove that, but whatever. I'm ready to be disappointed. Okay. But even before that, when I used to have a show out of my uh, apartment in Brooklyn, my friend yeah. Wendy Molyneux. Oh, who I, I went to college her. with, recommended you. Oh, shit. I love her. And I have been aware of you ever since your early MTV days right. as a VJ and host. But mm-hmm. I was not aware until this morning that you were on that show with, to bring up someone that we were talking about very briefly uh-huh. and not in, a, in the most uh, uh, enthusiastic light before the show started, Jesse Camp, that yeah. I want to be a VJ. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. Were, you were kind of discovered on a reality show? Well, kind of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, uh, it was an audition, which I uh, blew off work to go to. And, why, am I still, am I too far away? Oh my God, you guys. Make out with the mic. Okay, all right. Um, yeah, I blew off work and I stood in line to audition. I just thought it was an open call. Uh-huh. And I was an advertising guy and I was fucking around doing like sketch and improv and stuff at night. And I loved music. All I wanted to do was talk about music like all the time for my entire life. Who were, you, did you, like, who were your favorites at that point? Uh, at that time in my life, I was all about Ben Folds 5. Okay. Like my roommates at the time would hide that disc. <laughs> like literally would hide it when company would come over because I just played it all the time and sang along. Yeah, I uh, read that you said it was a powerful what's, – what's the name of the album? Antidepressant. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, the first album is just self-titled. And I depressed it, and I thought, I've got to go get that album then. Oh, it's the fucking best. It's the best, especially at this time of year. It's a good okay. summertime album. 
but yeah, and it ended up being a thing where they televised it. It was on live TV for the last three days of it, and the viewers called in and made a you know made the selection, and it came down to me and this guy Jesse, who was a lovely person, but sort of an outsized character, you know, freaky hair, skinny, uh, young, 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 like mm-hmm. eighteen, and uh, yeah, and and now I'm asked about him literally every day of my life, and I'm not complaining by saying that, but it is the truth every single day of my life. I just by that guy. by people like in my position, or by just by, randoms. By people at Ralph's. No, how I did not by, consider myself in the just randoms you're category. You're not in the general population. <laughs> no, no, exactly. Um, yeah, like breed. yeah, uh, Twitter, Ralph's, anywhere. But like, if I'm on a road trip and the only time I ever see other people is at a gas station, I will pull up at a gas station. It's going to be like, oh, you did the thing with Jesse Camp. Yes, yes, I did. Well, now I have to say, what did happen to him? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I know that he is not the real Jesse Camp that is on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, I, and, and I knew that it wasn't because it was like it didn't. Why? Yeah. Why? why would it be? Right? And why would your Twitter avatar be like the first thing that comes up when you Google image search Jesse Camp? Yeah. Would you have other pictures of yourself to right. put in there? Uh, but anyway, it's not him. And I, I don't know what he's doing right now. He well, might be at the Los Angeles Concours d'Elegance. Oh, which is, is that on, what, your on mug my there. mug? That is French. That means concourse of elegance. This is Adam Carolla's. Anything is it autom- really? Yeah. Okay. I'm drinking straight from his mug. Wow. Anything uh, automotive. Don't tell him. I won't. Well, I'm going to have to wipe the right. lipstick off, though. Okay, that might fair. be a tip off. That's fair. And a pet peeve of his. Mm. Um, but what made you think that hosting would be something that you would be good at? Because you are very good at it. Oh, thanks. I didn't at all. In fact, when I was doing improv shows, I hated talking to the crowd. Like, I just felt so self-conscious. I love to do characters and I love to be in scenes and whatever. Mm-hmm. But when it came time to like, you know, hey, let's get to know the audience. I was like, could somebody else do it? I have a sore throat <laughs> or whatever. I hated it. I just I was so self-conscious. And uh, so uh, when, honestly, when I showed up, I just I wanted to get a job as a writer. You know, okay. I just thought like I might be able to make a lateral move. And I didn't know how else to do it. You know, I had moved to New York and I, and I was working in advertising, like I said, for – I guess it was four or five years. What were you doing four in years? advertising? Um, all kinds of stuff. I started in media and then I became an account guy and, you know, just your typical thankless, entry-level, shitty jobs. What was the plan at that point? Like what um, – so you, you went to college I I had in – went to college in Massachusetts. Holy Cross. Cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Catholic school, tiny little Catholic school. You're from St. Louis, I'm right? I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, yeah. And what did – yeah, what did you think you wanted to do at that point? I, I, I don't think I knew. I, I – what – I settled on psychology, and I was thinking about being a clinical psychologist. But then I then I I, I worked at a uh, at a program, a VA hospital for people with uh, post traumatic stress disorder. And I just I got I was too into it. Like I just wanted to fix everybody, and I had sleepless nights, like thinking about these guys who were a little bit fucked up, and mm-hmm. in some cases had head trauma and would never be back to normal. And and I was like, well, this is terrible. I'm either going to get really callous, or I'm never going to sleep for the rest right. of my life. Right. So uh, you take to codependence and enmeshment. Yes, I do. I do. Me too. <laughs> Great. Hey, hey perfect. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I so sort of as like a stopgap until I decided like what I wanted to go to grad school for or if I wanted to go to grad school or whatever. I uh, I started uh, uh, applying to advertising agencies and I and I got a job and uh, and I didn't like it and I wasn't good at it. But I thought okay, I'll just do this for a few years and then I'll figure out what it is that I want to do. And uh, and I. Th- Working at MTV was a, t- a dream. I, it seemed like a clubhouse that I wanted to join, you know, but I, I didn't know how to get in there. So I, I went and I stood in this ridiculous line and did this three-day TV thing. And I am so happy that it happened in 1998 and not now, um, not only because I'm 41 now, but because, like, now every network has one of those shows and it's 18 weeks long and, like, 
you know, they would they would follow me. They would have to I'd go home to Missouri and they'd have to interview my parents. <laughs> right. And my parents would be like, we believe in your journey and all that fucking shit. It would just be horrifying. But this was like they got three days of TV out of it and that was that. Mm-hmm. And that was enough. And I still get asked about it. Very strange. Well, yeah. I mean, I think to, to make an observation that is uh, fairly well-worn now – I don't think if you're just a regular person, not to say that you are, but mm. I, I think if I'm not, but I know no, you're, you're special. I'm, thanks. You're a snowflake, unlike any other. <laughs> That's right. Um, but I, but, but there was a time when regular people, like Julie from the first Real World, sure. decided she's regular. Oh. She was a virgin, very homespun. Sure. Um, could get or Becky. She oh, had, you know, did she not have an affair with a producer or something? That's right. Right. Um, that that they could, actually resembled. Real behavior. Yes. Yeah. They could get on TV, whereas now I feel like you probably there's probably classes for how to get onto a reality show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There, there are for sure like dance moms, coaches type <laughs> right. of people for like yeah for for you know maximizing your personality. Right. Um, yeah, and that's awful. I, I think it was Chuck Klosterman who said uh, now it's like now when you watch the Real World or or Big Brother or whatever, <laughs> you're seeing people who who are the kind of people who tell you what kind of person they are. You know, because yes. they because they've watched reality TV their entire lives. Mm-hmm. Like the real world's been on literally their entire lives. Right, you know? right. So and they've so already given ready. themselves a type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you just uh, do you have a type that you I, think you are? Thank God I don't. No, I, and and I do, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to go anywhere near any of that shit now. Mm-hmm. You know, thank God I, I had my experience, and everyone in the world will have their experience. You know what I mean? You're gonna whether you want to or not, you're gonna have your TV experience. You will. Be I famous for 15 remember minutes. I was in a um, a cardio kickboxing class in New York because yeah. I lived there for a number of years. And the woman who was leading the class had on extra makeup that day, and she uh-huh. explained that she would not really be exercising because she couldn't get sweaty because she had an interview for the reality show she was in after uh, the thing. And I was like, Jesus Christ. That is great. Yeah. Of course that's true. And out here, you know, I mean, they're just, they're everywhere. It's, it is, it's really depressing. And when you go out, like, you know, when I go out to pitch shows or whatever, uh, that's basically every, every network is still looking for it. It's like, do you, you know, oh, we like your f- comedy game show idea, but could you do a docu-soap about an erotic bakery? Like, do you know anybody in that world? <laughs> a neurotic no. bakery or an, an erotic, erotic bakery? bakery? But a neurotic bakery, all yeah, the better. I know. All the better. That um, could be a spinoff from the erotic bakery. Sure. Just diff- different types of bakeries. Uh-huh. Well, so now why is that, though? Is that because they're cheaper to make? Is that because they're, they're cheaper so to popular? Make. Uh, they're cheaper to make. You, uh, they're not time sensitive. So you can, like, you know, you can do like Bravo does and just all day. It's the Real right. Housewives of New Jersey, you know? And which is the only time I've ever watched anything like that is when I'm like stu- when I'm on JetBlue or something and I'm just you know there's nothing to watch but that, and, yeah it's 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 bad news. I encounter marathons more on JetBlue than on oh, the yeah. ground. Yeah, why is that? Sure. Maybe it's the time. It's the time that you're yeah. there. I mean, you're not going to be sitting watching TV in the middle of the day here. Right. Probably, maybe. I don't know. Never say never, but who knows? <laughs> not since all my children run off the air. Oh, my God. My parents are actually still – there's an all-my-children-shaped hole in their hearts. Oh. They had watched that show since the beginning of that show. Really? I feel like I grew up hearing that show and periodically knowing who the characters are. Yeah. But then, you know, I'd go away to college and then come back and then be like, who is that person? Oh, well, that's – she's the evil twin. Yeah. Because they killed off the original one. It's the same actress. Yeah, right, Which, right. But literally, they no, did that, do that. Oh, that you know? Yeah, no, I know <laughs> that. A number of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More, yeah, I know that because I watched all my children. Oh, you not, did? Not religiously, no. When, when I was a little kid, gone? say what? Are you sad it's gone? No, it was terrible. Was, the, the last few years were really yeah. bad. They deserved to go off the air. Yeah. It, was, it was like listening to really boring couples therapy for the last few years. They, they, literally every single character uh, went through AA. You know what I mean? Like mm. every six months, a different character would be right. like, 
<laughs> I'm powerless. I'm like, oh, God, we have to fucking go I through know. this again? They're all trying to be Tom Cudahy. Right. Thank you. Tom, then, Tom did it just fine. Tom yeah. did it well enough for everybody. For everyone except uh. my parents. Tom was uh, from All My Children a long, long, long time ago, like when I was Former football a very hero. child, a very child, a very young, mm-hmm. uh, a, a young fan that was not a fan of my own volition, but just, you know, I was exposed to it. That's how and, it happened for me. I, I caught know. the disease. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it was, it I was, was jumped in. Yeah. Uh, it, for me, it was because of a, a snowstorm. We had a huge blizzard that, like, you know, it, it, school was off for a week. And uh, and so I would, like, spend the morning out playing in the in the snow with my friends. Then at lunchtime, that was right when all my children was on. And my mother had sort of gotten into it. And, uh, and I gave her shit about it at the beginning. But then, like, by Friday, I was like... I, I don't understand why Brooke is so you. mad at Erica, you know, and I, you just, oh, I you never get into understood it. that. Yeah. yeah. I know. But they hated each other and I, and I never really understood why. But anyway. Uh, so Tom was an alcoholic character right. from a long time ago who had a bar called, did he have the goalpost? I think, yeah, he did have the goalpost. Oh my God. Yeah. I can't wow, decide. I can't decide if we're alienating a number of people or potentially drawing new people to the show. Both. Both. There are like three people who know what we're talking about. And yeah. they are delighted right now. But but when they tell their SoapNet friends, uh-huh. oh, just you wait. Oh. There'll be a flood of people who are disappointed by everything except for <laughs> the All My Children talk. Sure, sure. I love soap opera uh, websites and uh, message boards. I, I'm kind of I'm, I'm obsessed with message boards in general. Oh, let's talk about that. Okay. That's something that comes up on the show sometimes. Oh, I just but, I but, I love them. But I love them. Go on, I cut you off. Uh, no, people were, of course, furious that all my children went off the air, and and it's like, and there's still all my children bulletin boards, and every now and then I'll, I'll go and I'll look, and 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 it's like little by little, uh, people are starting to write in and say like, it's really gone. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because there, <laughs> there was hope for a minute hope, that it yeah. might it might get uh, right. like it, it might have a second life online, which never really was all that plausible. Um, also, it was a stupid. I don't know if you saw the ending, but it was terrible. It, it was re- like all these people came back from the dead, and it was and like the the big doctor, the big brilliant doctor in town, turns out he could raise the dead, and so he oh like so God. all these people who we thought were dead for I years. I hate years, when things terrible. that have nothing to do with the supernatural decide to take a dip into that yeah. for the finale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so all these people like are are back from the dead. And reunited with their loved ones and whatever, and uh, and then there's this big party and and Jr. is drunk because he went through AA but yeah, he fell off the wagon of and so he's drunk and he's mad at somebody and he fires into the crowd and that was the thing that was supposed to be the cliffhanger it was like who got shot at the party well who gives a shit half the party it was raised from <laughs> right. the dead so who cares who got shot yeah they're not gonna die they can't die you can't die in Pine Valley. I had oh. to get that off my chest. Um, thank you for so, doing it. It's I, an exclusive. I feel like this was a safe place to do yeah, it. Yeah, no, it's good. One more thing, and then we're moving on, okay. so help me. Okay. But if you watch the show enough, you forget that Susan – or, or you, you lose your ability to perceive what a bad actress Susan Lucci oh, is. Oh, she is the worst. I never realized that, so I never oh. really understood why she hadn't gotten the, em- the yeah. daytime Emmy because <laughs> that was a big deal for a long time, you know, yeah, yeah. until I heard some other people saying like, oh, man, she's a terrible actress. And yeah. then I saw her through their eyes. Yeah. Which are sane eyes, yeah. <laughs> and I realized, oh yeah, she really is bad. Oh, I she's just the worst. Thought that was just the character, yeah. But it's just her. Oh, it's really yeah. And she's she's also bad in life. You know what I mean? Like if you see her interview, she's mm-hmm. very much like the character and very affected. And and it's yeah, it's like she she's an unconvincing convincing actress all the time, right? Like even in just in as Susan Lucci, she's not convincing. Yeah, she's very stilted. Yeah, she really is. She's fascinating. Yeah, she's really fascinating. They uh, they had a, a yes, I watched the daytime Emmys this year because they were on. Uh, they were on uh, headline news 
for some reason. Well, you have to for your job as a pop culture savant. Certainly. Yeah, you got to stay up on <laughs> yeah. what's going on. But yeah, she uh, she gave a, a heartfelt speech about the, uh, the future of daytime television. It was it was really something. I mean, but really, what will happen to daytime television? Uh, it's going to fucking go away <laughs> because it deserves to because it's yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's really bad. It's not even fun bad anymore. Exactly. I would, I, you know, that is the kind of thing that like I would love to get a bunch of people together and just like storm the offices of whatever soap opera is left. And just take it over because it's it like it's as a genre. It's still it can be compelling. It could be funny. Right. You know what I mean? You mean a a, a dramatic serial? Yeah, but there, there's no reason it can't be interesting and fun and funny and you know. But now it's it's just it's all uniformly bad. Yeah, I would love to have a soap. You know what I mean? I, well, I, see, I Especially think the, that the, the non-scripted uh, docu-series is what has replaced right. them, right? Right. Like all the Real Housewives stuff. That's soaps. Right. But then I, I don't know. I, I don't know who it is that you're supposed to root for in any of those shows. They all seem to be terrible. That's the problem. Yeah. You know, everybody just seems to be across the board awful. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. So so back to your okay. life. You're back to my in life. New York. Yes. You're doing the MTV stuff. All my children kept me very busy, but I did do some other things <laughs> when I was in New York. Uh, and then yeah, where then were we? what? Uh, what? At the... Well, okay. So you were runner up. Yep. On the show, mm-hmm. but MTV hired you they, well, to yeah, they start did. hosting. Stuff. They did. They did because I stalked them. Oh, okay. I, I really made it a point to stalk them. I uh, uh, when I when I did not win, I was like, okay, this is awful and kind of embarrassing. And I'd blown off a good friend from college's wedding to be there, and they were all at the bar, you know, at the venue watching and whatever. And uh, and I was like, oh, this this is this is awful. <laughs> but but I, I thought, okay, I'm here. I know these people. I've sort of like, uh, you know, I think that they know that I, you know, I'm not an idiot. And like maybe I could get – maybe I could still get the writing job that I thought was going to be what I wanted to do in the first place. So so I went to the rap party and I just sort of made it a point to get everybody's business card. And uh, and I called out sick for the next like Monday and Tuesday. And I just was like I'm just going to go through this stack of cards until they tell me to stop calling or give me a meeting. And uh, and after a few days, they, they gave me a meeting. But it, it truly was like it was I, – I, I called uh, – an amount that made me not comfortable. Yeah. You know so what that's I mean? fascinating because the way I imagined that it happened was you were runner up on the reality show, but right. you know, the, the powers that be just realized that you had so much talent that they're like, we're not going to let this one go. Right. We're going to give him a show or oh, something. That's nice. that's nice, but no. Yeah. I, no, I, this I is actually, it's heartening to hear that. No, you had to uh, pester them or, oh, or yeah. Yeah. And I think that they would say, that like, oh, you know, we wanted to find a place for him or whatever. And that's fine. And I, and I believe them. When you them, called up, but... what did you say, though? Because as someone who's like, – I'm profoundly uncomfortable ever having to do that pestering thing. Oh, yeah. Except I, I know that every job and to getting a job almost in any field in entertainment involves it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because people will forget you as much as they say they won't and as much as they say they want to help you and whatever. And even when and they no need it. no one wants it. to do any work. No, they don't. They don't. Me included. Right. You know? And it's just there's a new stack of shit on your desk every day and you just – you forget stuff. I forget stuff all the time. And, uh, and so, yeah, I mean you just in, – in that moment though, I thought like, all right, the door is open like this much and I'm holding my fingers very close together. I was like, <laughs> the, 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 the door is open a little bit and like it is my job now to like – Put all my weight against it and just open the fucking thing up. You know what I mean? Like to I, force your frame through force the door. My my ample frame <laughs> through the door, and uh, and so I just was like, that's that's what I have to do, and uh, and so and I did, and it was and it was really gross, and and you know these people's assistants got fucking sick of me. But like you'd call and say, I would like to talk to you about some ideas. Yeah, I have. yeah, I okay. have some ideas for shows which I did not at <laughs> all, uh, but I whipped some together, and and basically I think uh, what happened was they hired me on. 
uh, to write something or to, to like help write something like a weekend countdown type of thing or something. And, uh, and then just because I was in the office and I was in front of people's faces and stuff and I had like a little area that was mine or whatever, then it was like, oh, okay, we got a show coming up and we need somebody for it and you're here. Why don't you come test? So, mm-hmm. and, th- and that was that. I, I went in and I tested for something and they attached me to it and then it got picked up and that was that. And then how long did you do that stuff? I did that for, I guess, four and a half years, five years, something like that. And do you, yeah. or, do you still do stuff from TV? No. Or no. There's no stuff to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you there's could host nothing... an after the Jersey Shore. I could. I mean, I don't know if Julissa is still doing that. But... I don't know. I don't know. I, I gave up on the Jersey Shore. Yeah. I did, you know? too. I abandoned Shore. Um, yeah. And I'm trying to think. It was the last season. I just well, I, I didn't stay yeah, with made it. Made it a lot further than the I did. The most recent season sucked. The first, really? The Why? first two or, I don't know. I didn't really watch them. Is that they when they were in Italy? Well, at certain point, no. That was the one after that one. That one oh, was pretty okay, bad, too. Two seasons ago. Okay. I, I in the most recent, episode, or most recent season, I watched one episode, and half of the storyline was that one of the stupid sluts that Paul had brought back to the shore house <laughs> right. stole his, like, like oh. $85,000 diamond necklace. Well, of course. And then I was just like, well, this is just... Dumb. Now yeah. I'm just being. Now it's just being thrown in my face that these people are millionaires. Yeah. Right. Fuck right. this. Yeah. Are careless millionaires. Exactly. Lock that shit up. Right. Lock it up. Don't Polly even D. bring it to the house. Right. Is what I would say. You're asking for trouble. Straight up. It's uh, <laughs> straight up. It, it's uh, yeah. That show was really fascinating at first. I have to say. I yeah. mean, they were a compelling bunch of characters, but it, as soon as they became self-aware, it just it just yeah. went downhill. Yeah. Where's the Julie in that show? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. It needs a Julie. I'm trying to think if there was even anyone Julie-esque. I don't think no. there was. I, I mean, for was. a little while, Wow. I guess. Because she was dating Tom, who wasn't oh, on the show. Oh, right. Forgot but, all about and, Tom. But, but, I mean, if we're defining Julie as someone who doesn't have sex. But there was so much more to Julie. Right. You know, there's obviously, there was a lot more to Julie. She what was did, so wide-eyed. She was really yeah. a stand-in for the audience. You know she, what I mean? She, Thrown she, into I this brave new world. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. That, was a, that was a, oh, God. I, okay, it's out on DVD, and I, and I Netflixed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you've seen it recently. No, I haven't. You should. It's really interesting because, first of all, you'll remember every word. Like, you'll be shocked by how much of it you remember <laughs> um, because there was always a, a marathon or something. And, like, right. I, I was not – I was never aware that I was committing that show to memory. But, like, I knew what lines were coming up and whatever. It was crazy. I think it's a part of us. It is. It's, it's like it's, it's totally – it's in our DNA now. <laughs> yeah, because we are old. I mean, not, not old. Yeah. We're youngish. I'm old. We're not. I'll yeah. own old. it. Uh, but it is also so slow. Like it's really yeah. deliberate and slow and scenes go on forever and like there's a beginning and middle and an end to like each scene. And well, I think – It's crazy. Correct. You would know this. But my understanding is that the way that that was shot was they would set up cameras and just film them constantly. Yeah. And the crew had no interaction right. with the cast. They weren't allowed to. And it right. really was set up like a sort of – um, well, I actually, I don't know how the Loud family was done, but I just remember that was mentioned in every single article yeah. about the real world yeah, way yeah, back yeah. when. But it really was this social experiment living in a bubble thing. And then they would, you know, edit it down and, yeah. and use the stories, but they weren't cooking the stories as much. Whereas right. now, I mean, I don't watch the real world anymore, but the, but shows like The Hills or Laguna Beach or any of that, I don't think they film them naturally. No. Like they set up shots and they have them do things over and over and there's much yeah. more interaction oh, yeah. with the producers. They're lit. Yeah. Everything is lit. I remember a friend of mine uh, was a producer on that show, Rich Girls, which mm-hmm. was, do you remember it with yeah. Tommy Hilfiger's sure. daughter and someone else? Yeah. And he was talking about how they had gotten lost on their way 
the girls had gotten lost on their way to go somewhere. And I was like, well, you're, you know, you're filming them. Couldn't you just have given them directions? Yeah. And he's like, no, we are not allowed to talk to them. Right. Like there's, they, they maintain that wall. And this is a while ago. And I wonder, are there shows now that still maintain the wall? Oh, wow. I don't know. Uh, well, I guess you know, Big Brother and the right. Glass House and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But anything that's that's a like more of the real world serial, yeah, I, don't, I don't think so. I don't know, and I but I, I will say I haven't really, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't dove in. Mm-hmm. I've not dived in. Whatever. Uh, you haven't divin. I, I, I haven't divin <laughs> in. Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't. It's it's this new crop is is rough. You know what? What is weird to me is like at, at the end of that first season, and I think the second, and maybe even the third, they like on the last day. They would like break into the control room and like meet the crew and stuff yeah. and like, hey, let's turn the cameras around on the and people and whatever. Right. And then they would show their audition tapes and things like right. that too. Yeah. But now it's just like the people just don't have a clue that there's anyone other than them in the world. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like it started being these crazy, self-centered, ridiculous assholes. Right. They're just like, no, let's keep having the camera on me. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's gross. Gross. Yes. And I'm sure it's – I know that it's still going on. I know there's a new one. I haven't watched it. I will watch uh, The Challenge. I'm addicted to The Challenge. Is that – That's the real what? world versus the road rules. Do They don't still have road rules though, do they? No, do they don't. They, they okay. don't. But that's still – they're still like in the title of The Challenge. It's so – it is so bad and it's the worst people and I don't know why. I'm totally fascinated Is that like what The it. Gauntlet – yeah. Turned in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. There, there are certain seasons of that that I have watched. Right. Um, well, then you will have this. Will okay, Christina. I don't know what her name is, but she has a podcast now uh-huh. uh, called Your Mama's House or something. I don't know. Christina. Christina. It's like Prolutsky is her last name, but that's not what it is. And mm. she was on. And every time I see her name or I hear about the podcast, I think she was on Road Rules like the first or second season. I and don't I feel like I'm the only her. person who has Sitsky. Yes. I might be pronouncing that wrong, but that's she does stand up. Okay. She uh, had short blonde hair and she was on the first or second season of Road Rules. It's not okay. important. I only bring it up because uh, I just don't feel like she talks about Road Rules enough or ever. Or right. maybe she does because I don't really follow her that much. But okay. okay. I just. Uh, I just want to share that I remember her from that. Have you oh, ever watched the it. Joe Schmo show? Oh, I loved that's it. That's one of my favorite. I loved it. That is a picture of who we're talking about. Oh, I remember about. her. Yes. Yeah. She's a comedian and a podcast host now. Anyway, Joe oh, Schmo. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I've seen her. Okay. I've seen – it's like she does stand-up. You yes. You're saying, okay, yeah. yeah. I did not put that together at all. I'm fairly – well, all. now I'm doubting myself, but I'm pretty sure. Wait. I'm sure she was yeah, on I Road mean, Rules. That kind of makes sense. Yeah, she had short hair, and I feel like there, she might have had some glitter on her face way back when. Yes, Real Rules Road Australia. Rules. Okay. There we go. Okay, let's let's see who who else was in that. Oh sh- no no she was Road Rules. She road had to rules. have been Road Rules. Who else was in that cast? I'm gonna need to know who else was in that cast. Was, oh Gary's gonna, gonna find away? it for us. Okay. Thanks Gary. All right. Um, I Joe love that. Schmo show. One of my yes. It. Danny Salas, a good friend of mine, was the executive producer of okay. that show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm and friends with Rhett. I was Rhett. obsessed with it. Rhett okay. Reese, one of the, who was one of the writers producers of it. Uh huh. Um, Yes, and not enough people know about that show. We're actually going to have, and Rhett also wrote Zombieland, and we're going to get him on this podcast oh, as well. But I just thought that was the most brilliant, brilliant. send up of reality shows. And brilliant. I thought that that was going to be the end of reality shows after that. But yeah. no. Because where can you go from there? Well, right. it turns they out found, just oh, they found a tubes. lot of places you could go. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. And, I, and what I loved, all right, all right uh, this is. Should I, I'm just going to say it. You can Do cut it. it out, whatever. But uh, apparently, according to people, not Danny, but other people I know who, who worked on that show, you know how, like, the, the guy, like, the central guy 
Joe Schmo. Joe yeah. Schmo or whatever his name was. Uh, he was super emotional Matt through the whole Kennedy thing. Matt Kennedy Gould. Matt Kennedy Gould. I was invited to his wedding, but I didn't go. Oh. I should have gone. You should have gone. This would be a much better podcast today. How? How were you invited? Rhett invited me, oh. but it, I I didn't live God near. Damn yeah, it. I know. Go, go. Well, it's I mean, a little you late. Won't get another. Yeah. Anyway, but my my understanding was that because because he got very emotional when people get voted off, mm-hmm. and like he cried a lot, a lot, which was I found super endearing. <laughs> and apparently, he just was like a huge pothead, and he couldn't. Uh, they, there was no place for him to smoke, so it was like a forced period of sobriety. Which, oh wow! Yeah, which like forced him to feel emotions and stuff. That so probably was, would have made him question his own interpretation of events yes. as well. That yeah. all of a sudden he's going cold turkey. Yeah. All right, here we. And this is for the listeners at home. This is going to really bring this to life for you. We're looking at a photo right. of the road rules cast. Oh, and then there was See, Su- uh, this, that was the Susie season. So this is the down under season. She was on Road Rules Australia. Road Rules Australia. We'll I don't remember any of the, the boys. Who's Susie? Weird. Susie was the blonde. But, um, but what was she known but she, for? She was like sort of real sweet, but I, I met her a bunch of times, and I think she also might have been uh, super evil and crazy. Maybe oh, not, though. Okay. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, that was right around when I was there, I think. And you I had think. forgotten her. I had forgotten I had totally forgotten I just saw Christina. Okay, yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's, when I was yeah. there. Holy crap. Wow. All right, so there, there you go. go. Now you and know. I'm sure that, yeah, I, I, yeah, she was probably on the challenges or something. She's got to sure, talk about yeah. it. Christina, if you're out there, you've got to talk about it. Yeah, that's right. Tweet us and let us know. Oh, we could talk all day with her about that shit. I really could. I know I, I could. What was your favorite season? And then we're moving on. Oh, God. Of Road Rules or of the, of the real challenge? World. Oh, oh, real world? Okay, well, I could. Sorry. Okay. I, I, I don't. Putting I don't, my own taste onto your yeah. taste. I, I can't, I can't uh, distinguish between seasons of uh, Road Rules because I didn't, I didn't watch it that much. Seattle um, doesn't even stand out to you. Oh no, 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 real world, real world. Yeah, yeah. no, road rules oh, all okay, blends right. together. Yeah, for me. yeah. But the real world. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Seattle was great. Uh, David, so fiery, so uh, like unpredictable. I know. Different color eyes. Yes, I, that's what I remember. Different about. color eyes. And he had an affair with a producer. He had an affair with a producer. It came out in the book that I don't own. <laughs> oh, God. That's right. Yeah, because because there was a whole. Yeah, he was. He he too. He was like a Susan Lucci, a little bit of a bad actor. Yes. Um, in his own. Uh, oh, uh, Nathan. The other military guy. Yeah. Uh, Irene actually went to Holy Cross for oh, a little while. She and had I, Lyme disease. She had Lyme disease. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I ran into her at Sketchfest uh, in San Francisco, not this past year, but the year before. And we had a long talk about Holy Cross. And I wanted to talk about the uh, road rules, but or real world or whatever, but I, just, I, couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to talk about it. So She or, might still be under contract and she can't. She probably can't. She <laughs> for probably the rest of her life. It. She probably can't talk um, about it. You know what? Yeah, that was a good one. I liked the England season. Yeah, that wasn't that was underrated. And then I remember I saw what was the name of the woman who was a model who had a dog that crashed Jacinda? in her house. Yeah, Jacinda yeah. and Chris Hardwick who were going out. That's right. Like a million years ago, I saw them at the Weenie Roast, and it was a celebrity wow. sighting. Wow! I ran into Sharon in New York once, and I was fucking starstruck. Sharon, the, the uh, British Sharon? black girl. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah, I remember my friend studied abroad in England, and she saw who's the guy who cut his tongue, Nigel uh, Neil. Neil. Yeah, she's. She saw his band Unilever or something. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's the right that's name. A and a half. They make soap. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. Unilever is a company, but right. I think that was the name of his band. She saw them in a club. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. I love them. So then what did so after uh, MTV what what did you do? Uh, Boston was good too. No, Boston was not very good. Sorry. With Montana. With Montana. And No, you know what? Yeah, I take that back. It wasn't very good at all. Yeah. Uh New Orleans also. I like New Orleans. That's this is where I start they start blending to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know yeah. there was a blonde, after that, a blonde girl who was Mormon. 
Yep, 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 yeah. I, I'm lying. Uh, they don't blend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know this distinct. one. Uh, the sort of good-looking gay guy. Yeah. Who, like, who, who immediately is like, I have a secret. It's like, <laughs> come on. Come on. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Now, ultimately, yeah, we should move off it. Right. Although, I honestly could talk about it for 12 hours. I know. I could, too. All right. Someday. But, well, so let's talk about Dave In Holmes, real life, though. we'll do it. Okay. 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 Right. So then what did you do after MTV? Uh, after, okay, my last... Six months of MTV, I was working out here with uh, with my friend who worked on uh, the Joe Schmo show. It was uh, we had it like a, a game show thing for MTV called uh, Kidnapped, which did not go very well. <laughs> it was uh, it was it was like the set was like a bombed out like warehouse and and like it's like a group of four friends and you, we kidnapped one of them and the other three have to do a bunch of challenges to let him free and whatever. It was it was did not it very good. Frighten the kidnapped friend? Um, no, we never we never frightened them, but it was just like it was just disgusting sort of like fear factor okay. kind of things. And uh, and that was all going on. Um, we were shooting that it hadn't aired yet, but we were shooting it um, like during the time of September 11th. And so wow. when we after everything got back to normal, we went back onto our set and it looked like a, a building that had been destroyed. It was like mm, this is. This yeah. is not going to this go. This is the well, wrong is time this to be all time. grungy and deconstructed. Right, right. right. And bombed out yeah. for lack of a better uh, word. Also the show itself was not great. Uh but whatever. So that was uh that was uh sort of my last assignment at MTV and it was like in the last six months of my contract and, and I was like, I think I'm gonna move out to LA and just not renew and not and just try to try to do something new. Because the idea of like I, I got the I was, you know, approaching thirty and I and I got the impression that I was probably not going to last a whole lot longer because it's like menudo and you don't you know right. unless you're in the news department you don't really last super long mm, like uh, Serena Altshul like and Tabitha Sor- Soren exactly Whatever exactly happened and, to- and uh, John Norris Serena is on uh, CBS this morning oh yep I had no idea Tabitha Soren married uh, Michael Lewis and they okay. live in Paris um, and uh, John Norris I don't know what John Norris is doing they kind of they kind of like laid off half the news right. staff and he was one of them and I don't know what he's doing now. And Kennedy is on Kennedy. KFI 640 yeah. now. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so I, I was like, I think I'm going to... The idea of like of, of coming to the end of my contract and having them say we're not going to renew right. was like I couldn't I couldn't bear it. I just couldn't bear the thought. So I was like, I'm going to move to LA and just we'll you know, run out of the contract on this show and that'll be that. And they're like, that's probably a good idea. So I moved out and and, uh, and I just sort of got back to what I was doing. You know, I started doing a lot of more like sketch and improv and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, the, I've been doing a show at FX most of the time I've been out here, which is sort of like a movie. Is that DVD dinner, on TV? DVD on TV, right. And now that started in 2001, is that right? Two, I think. I think 2002. I we think don't need Gary to that just up. had a moment of thinking, that's where I know that guy. Ah, okay. That's exactly what just happened. Okay. I literally right. did just go like, ah! Gary, All right. Let's like just make, let's bring this alive for the, okay. for the people. Gary backed away from the microphone and put his hands up in the air and like looked like, oh my God! <laughs> I like DVD on TV. Oh, I knew thanks. you looked really familiar, you. but thanks. I just figured it was from, you know, seeing you around the, the local it's scene. Probably, it's but, probably uh, that, too. I am yeah. definitely involved in the local scene. Uh, but, yeah, thank you. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it's it a is, great show. It's, yeah. you know, it has gone on for a long time. I, that, sound, that sounds like I'm like faint praise. And it, no, I mean, it's, it's a fun show to work on. It's but a, that and, is and it's, quite an accomplishment, though, to have gone on for a long time. Oh, sure, actually. Yeah. sure. Yeah. And have you been the host from the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And it's you know I think it's, it has gone on for a long time because there's not a whole lot of show to it. You know what I mean? It's really it's about the movie and we just sort of pop up and you know give a fact or whatever. And mostly, in fact, the reason why it's still on is is that um, it's really uh, like ad friendly mm-hmm. and uh, FX. It has incredible shows, but they're not the world's most advertiser-friendly shows. Um, and so we're sort of like we're the show that brings 
people in because we can sort of integrate. We can, you know, brought to you by Pepsi. Here's, right. you know, the Silver Surfer or whatever the hell. And uh, and it's, you know, it's good because there are a lot of advertisers who are sort of squeamish about, you know, Louis and Sons of Anarchy. And, you know, there's like, you know, it can get a little mm-hmm. violent and a little randy and whatever. So, right. so it's good. I mean, it's, we're, you know, we're profitable. So it stays in the air, you know. Uh, but that- then – well, go ahead. Well, that reminds me that I wanted to mention one of my favorite sponsors. What? Go to meeting oh, with I HD love Faces. Them. They are wonderful. Here's the thing. If you're like me, then the notion of having to get a group of people together for an in-face uh, in person, in face, in wouldn't face it be meeting? just in one face? It'd be in person. <laughs> An in person meeting is um, daunting and irritating. Daunting because when are you ever going to find time that everyone is going to be available? And irritating because you have to reschedule and reschedule and reschedule because mm-hmm. someone, mm-hmm. oh, I just checked my calendar and I forgot, or this got added to my calendar. By the way, why do people have other people who are adding shit to their calendars? I mean, I understand why. Yeah. But uh, come on. Yeah, stop it. Yeah, just you can stop be in charge with of that. Your own. Exactly. Yeah. So write the shit down in the book. <laughs> Write it in a book. Write it on your hand if you have to. There you go. But uh, go to meeting is a way that you can have a very effective meeting with people from the convenience of your own house or a coffee shop or the beach. You can do it on your computer. You can do it on your iPad. You can do it on your iPhone. Gary and I have used go to meeting with HD Faces, and it is well. As I said the last time I mentioned it. After the meeting was over and I had to go back to just emailing, I felt lonely because my little friends that were in my computer were gone. And oh, that boy. makes me sympathetic, but it's true. Yeah. You, uh, it has HD faces so you can see everyone really well. Great. And then you can you know, hear them, of course. It's a, it's a video conferencing kind of thing. But unlike some other video conferencing software, this one actually works super well and it's very easy to use. And you can pull up documents and then you can work on them. You can give someone else control of the keyboard. Yeah, I mean, it's it's absolutely excellent. It's like the picture is totally clear, so you can see the people in full HD and stuff. You can have up to, like, six different people that you can see and they can see you. And then you can add up to, you know, like, 19 more, I think, for a total of 25 that are yeah. listening who you can't necessarily see, but they can be in on the conference and they can speak and listen as well. But what, what Allison was just talking about that's really cool is you can, you know, share your screen, right? So you're working on a script and you bring it up. And somebody says, well, I have a really good idea that would improve this scene. But instead of just going through the back and forth of him explaining it to you, you can actually click a button and he will take control of your mouse and keyboard. So he will move it around, make the change, and then you take control back. And it's real-time collaboration. And Allison's right. Unlike a lot of the other you know, free stuff that comes built in with your computer or you know, with your, your email, uh, this video conference system is really reliable. And it just it works. It's built for business and it doesn't break down. Start hosting your own face-to-face online meetings today with GoToMeeting. And my listeners, that's you guys, can get it free for 30 days. So for 30 days, it's absolutely free. You can have as many meetings as you want. Don't wait for this special offer. Visit GoToMeeting.com. Click on the Try It Free button and use the promo code Allison. Because I'm Allison. That's why that's the code, in case you're wondering. One L or two? There's one. One L. But I've been assured that if someone accidentally puts in two, that they'll, it'll still, you know, they'll still counted as my listeners because they are sure to use the promo code allison and if it's not obvious um they obviously will be tracking how many people use the promo code allison so if you sign up it helps my show and then i can help you by um just being more delightful by being more delightful can i just say something really quickly uh i think we all remember that meeting uh in the uh, real world new orleans house uh where they were uh they were working at the cable access station and on a show, and Melissa and David had a project they were going to do together. David totally dropped the ball, and then he kind of blamed it on, on Melissa, and she, she lost her temper. 
in front of the client, which is not no, okay at all. No, it's not. If she'd been at home using GoToMeeting, she might have been surrounded by uh, her stuffed some, animals. Her stuffed animals. Her, her, her some geodes. plants that clean the air. That's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. She might have had a chance her to just say, catcher. hey, you know what? I'm going to take a deep breath and I'm not going to react. One she could have looked. Inspirational posters. Right. right. A cat. Right. A cat. So just hang, hang in there, you know? Right. Or a vision board, and then she yeah. could have centered herself. Yeah. You're right. But You're she right. didn't, and I think we all know what happened. It's so dicey when you have to meet in person. Yeah. Don't do it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I know we're kind I mean, of joking, but I seriously do not like it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Do Wait, so do you have somewhat antisocial tendencies? Uh, I do. I, it takes me a long time to um, – you know, Pete Holmes said it perfectly. Uh, he said, life is a river. When I'm very busy, I'm very good at like at doing meetings and doing auditions yes. and all that kind of stuff. If my day is packed, then it's great. Um, but as with everyone, there are times that it is not packed. And I try to keep busy as much as I can. But you can't help it to have like certain weeks where it's like I have one audition or I have one meeting or whatever. This is a week where I have like I have a meeting. And it's all I can think about is like yeah. how weird and awkward I'm going to be at the beginning of it. You know what I mean? Yes. Whereas if I had a bunch of stuff going on, which sometimes I do and I'm sure I will again, it's like th- then you just you get into it. You know, you flow with the river. But if it's like if it's stagnant and you just – you know, the water isn't moving and there's just dead fish and, you know, lily right. pads and stuff, then it's awful. No, but, that's you know, so true. It's yeah. like if there's not a lot in your week, then the meeting on Thursday becomes the focus of everything. Whereas mm-hmm. if there's a whole bunch of stuff, then on Monday, Thursday seems like ages away. Like there's so much time between now and Thursday. It's not right. even in your head. Exactly. I notice with me uh, when I go out with a bunch of friends, when I get home, I start thinking, oh, I'd like to see this person and this person and other people. So when I'm social, I want to be more social. And when I'm not, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I tend to keep myself in the don't category, which Mm -hmm. is probably not good. Because that's the thing is that when the river's flowing, it's easy. But if the river's not flowing, I don't want to make it flow. I'm hesitant to put a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. And it's like, especially writing more, I now, I find that I have a lot more time at home, just sitting, looking at a computer screen in my, you know, my pajamas in my office and my dog is at my feet and whatever. And it's very comfy and I don't want to leave it that much. Right. Yeah. So it's it's difficult to power the river. Also, we have a, uh, speaking of social, we, um, we have a pool in our backyard, my boyfriend and I. And so, and we've kind of turned it into like a little fun kind of tiki bar. What? Yep. It's truth. And, uh, and so because of that, in the warm months, our friends just come over. And uh, and so like going out kind of doesn't happen all that much in the summertime, and it's great. Yeah, you know, my friends show up with beer and ribs and stuff, and it's great. It's great. I don't want to go out. That is great. I uh, at different times of my life, I have been the person who lived in the house or the dorm room or whatever. That shows you that I'm I'm pulling from college. Uh-huh. Where everyone would gather at my place before parties. I was right. kind of the ground zero for sure. fun. Yeah. And now I'm not at all. Like mm. I was thinking the other day how many people I've had over to my apartment. It's very few. Yeah. Where uh, do you live? I mean, <laughs> in, a, in a general way. Uh, I, don't want to I live in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why that – well, I, I do know why that is. It's because I never invite people over. Well, there you how go. Did you, how did you get to be the social house? Because uh, we got a pool. Mm. We got a pool. And there's a cabana and we just sort of – we turned it into like a little bar and uh, and people brought over their tchotchkes and whatever. Right. And now it, like it's, 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 like, uh, it's like the bar and cocktail at nice. the end. Right. Oh, oh, that reminds me of something that I wanted to ask you. Oh. I forget what I was reading. It may have been the Reddit that you did, the okay. AMA. Uh-huh. Um, but fun. you were saying that Tom Cruise is like the most charismatic individual oh in the world. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've Crazy. never, I've never seen the appeal of him. But then when I read that, I thought, well, maybe yeah. that's what it is. He's well, charming the people in the room. Crazy charming. 
And like I, th- I had always thought that he was handsome and stuff, but you know, as the years went on, he got weirder and weirder, and mm. and, and so like I was less and less of a fan. Um, I guess I th- I think I interviewed him for Mission Impossible Two. I want to say, and uh, and he was just doing a junket, and it was like a thing where it's you know you go in and 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 it's like it, it's a gauntlet. Like he's got to go from like room to room and be interviewed by a bunch of different people, and, and so he came in to our room. We had like a little audience. And uh, and my my friend who was producing the segment was like, oh hey money, and he's like, what, why did I call him money? I, I don't ever call anyone money. Why did I just do that? And uh, and then I was like talking to him, and, and he la- he like he did his Tom Cruise laugh, uh-huh. but it seemed so genuine. And uh, and we just like totally like over the course of the five or ten minutes or however long it was that we had him, I was like. I bet I'm going to keep in touch with, with Tom Cruise. Like, I, I feel like we're, like, we're really hitting it off. Like, he gets me. We're going to be pals. And then it's like, it's totally fake. It's yeah. just, you know, it's this crazy Scientologist movie star bullshit that he just owns. It's, it's like, I get it. I'm not a fan of his acting. I haven't mm-hmm. seen one of his movies in a very, very long time. I didn't see Rock of Ages. Probably won't ever. Uh, but I don't know. I get it. Like yeah. I get why I get his appeal. Yeah, yeah, we've talked about that on on this show. Like there are certain people that just really make you feel special for the moment yeah. that they interact with you, yeah. and then uh, and then it makes me think I don't think I'm one of them. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm for sure not one of them. I'm not a lingering, intense eye contact kind of person. Nope. I mean, I can be charming in my own way, but if I'm meeting a stranger, they they know that I still consider them a stranger, and that I might have been uncomfortable. Yeah. That I didn't want to hang around too long talking to them yeah. and that I wondered was I well here's here's the part where it's crazy but come I, to the next Allison Rosen's <laughs> new best friend live show oh yeah August yeah, 9th with Pete Holmes <laughs> and have right. one of these awkward interactions oh, on yeah. your own yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you can show and tell yeah that's right um, <laughs> that's not a ringing endorsement for seeing me in person but because uh, then I'll be like Wait, is that because I'm the person who's always like, wait, are they really talking to me? Are they or am I just am I inserting myself in a an exchange oh, that yeah. I wasn't meant to be in, oh, even yeah. though they're talking to me? What the hell's going on? Yeah, I have an extra level of unsureness that I don't think uh, does me any good. No, no. Yeah, it's um, I, super confident people who are like great in those kind of situations. I just want to study like yes. monkeys you know I, I just I'm fascinated by like people who like immediately have a nickname for you or whatever or just <laughs> right. know a little fact about yours whatever it's like you're good and it's a skill and I'm like you know it, it's it's fascinating to me. well and I have uh, talked about wishing that I was the kind of person who made small talk in line at the grocery store or in an elevator yeah. but having to accept that I'm not and I probably never will be right. but there are certain people who just spread joy with yeah. that yeah. and like I have moments of being that way maybe for some reason whatever something will happen and I'll make a joke or I'll be talking to people and then I'll be like I am totally one of those people right now just yeah. giving it away yeah yeah and you know, <laughs> you know what it is not normally like that. it's the second thing you did that day you know what I mean yes. like if you did have a meeting yes. or you did do a podcast or whatever you're, you're in the river right. you know what I mean and yeah. it's Flowing and like, yeah, I, I will probably be like that from not like that. I'm not I'm not Tom Cruise, but like <laughs> but I will definitely be right. more, you know, I'll engage with strangers more after this because I'm like, hey, I'm in a good mood. We're having a fun conversation. You know but what I mean? See, you and I are both hosts. Right. So we both can obviously turn it on. Yes. Yeah. I, I can. I'm much more comfortable. I can do anything if I have a microphone in my hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In real life. Not as good. Right. Not as good. Fake reality. I, I do quite well in. I yes. Think. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. the fake reality that I'm in charge of where everyone yeah. has to Is listen to me. It, yeah. I am very good in that reality. In and, real life, not at all. Not and at all. where uh, 
your reason for being there and your role in the proceedings is defined already. Yes. I think that might be yeah. the difference as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. And also, like, you have to listen to me and you have to let me finish sentence. Right. You know what I mean? And even if you're not, the people yeah. who are going to be watching this or listening to it are. Yeah. So, and then oh. it'll just be funny. <laughs> the fact that no one else would. Yeah. Anyway, a drink oh. with Dave. Yes. Let's talk about this. Let's this talk is about your it. daily video sh- or yep. describe what it is. Well, it's a it's a little 5 to 10 minute daily uh talk show where I talk to interesting people uh and have a drink with them. And it's uh, very uh, it's really good and it's really nice. well produced. It is really well produced. That where did you how did you hook up Wallowitz. with that? Okay. That was uh that was at the end talk about uh life being a river. The end of 2010 I guess it was. Uh, which was a, I mean, if you remember that, like everybody was not busy that year. Like that was a very slow year for everyone I know, and uh, and it was getting down to like the end of the year and holidays and whatever. And I went out with a couple of uh, my friend Brandon Wallowitz and my friend Will Hudson. Brandon's a TV producer who I'd worked with before, um, and Will is kind of like a social media guy. And we sat down and we had some drinks at Dylan's, and we and we were just like we were you know bemoaning our, our like slow year, and then we got on the subject of like what we would do if we could do something together. And then it was like, well, why don't we just do it? Why don't we just pretend that we got hired to do that job and just do it? Because we know we have enough people who can run a camera and can edit and, you know, we know interesting people. We can book guests that are fun and funny and, like, the ones that we don't know we can go and meet. Let's pretend this is a show. Let's just pretend we're getting paid for it and just do it. And, uh, and like, it was kind of one of those grandiose sort of things that usually doesn't make it through the hangover, right. you know? <laughs> I was um, going to say. Yeah. Like a drug-fueled conversation. Totally. Let's form a to- band. Yeah. I'd love to form a band. Let's do it. Let's do, yeah. And, it, yeah, I've had that conversation many times. <laughs> Nothing ever comes of it. But this particular one, like, they actually, like, held me to it, and we did it. And, it, and you know, Brandon's very good, and Will's very good. And, and it, it came together, and I think it looked beautiful. We shot it at uh, Improv Olympic um, at Hollywood and Ivar. And uh, and and it was just it, it was it was a, a lot of fun. So now, we, would you shoot? Each, how long would you shoot for? Because we, each episode is like you said, three to five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, it really, everyone we talked to, we probably talked for like twenty five minutes, and then we okay. would cut it down to you know five to ten, um, because people don't want to be looking at a video for much longer than that. Right. Um, so. Yeah, so we uh, you know, there's like bonus stuff online at our website and whatever. Like if you, you know, like Jimmy Pardo and I sat and talked for an hour because you can't talk to him for less than an hour, you know. Um, so anyway, we uh, we are doing a season two. We're, oh, good. we're yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a Kickstarter. Didn't work out. We asked for a lot of money, uh, and you know, we we you live, you learn. We uh, Kickstarter and with is a weird thing. Kickstarter, if you don't make the amount you're asking, mm-hmm. you don't get any of it. Mm-mm. It's like a bad game show. It is. It's like a terrible, terrible game show. Because weren't you like, oh, yeah, we've made yeah. $11,000. And then yeah. you're like, and we don't get to keep it. No, we don't get any of that money. But that's that's fine, you know? And and it's, you know, we, we through that whole experience, we, we made some, uh, we got some interesting sort of, I, I don't want to give too much away, but we're it looks like we're going to do it. Okay. And so, when is the, when might, will that I, start? Eh, we hope in the next couple months. Okay. But yeah. I, I don't want to. I just don't want to jinx anything. I'm not trying to be like mysterious, or right? Whatever. I just, you know, there's been some interest, and in I, and I, until everything is like, until we're on set with the cameras running, I don't want to say anything. I can't you know what I mean? Cagey and withholding your being. Know, Jesus Christ! After all we shared, I'm the anti-cruise. All right. So I wanted to ask you something. Okay. Um, okay. On your Reddit thing, someone mm-hmm. called you out on mm-hmm. a tweet where mm-hmm. you were complaining about women who loudly like talk. Fans? Yes. Yeah. Um, and I, I asked this as someone who uh, never talks about sports because mm-hmm. I don't understand or care for them me either and i think i know the kind of women you're talking about you know exactly. they're showing off that you they know exactly. right they're like women who make out with each other in front of guys yes but yes you said that you could relate to the the overcompensating yeah because you've as a either you said that you 
you see a lot of that in gay men or uh-huh. as a gay man you can relate to that. Can you talk yeah. about that a little bit? Sure. And then also um also talk about your experience coming out. Okay. Uh uh, well, okay. I'll talk first about my experience coming out because I came out a long, long time ago. I, I just, you know, and I was out the whole time that I was at MTV. It's just nobody asked, and there was okay. no real, there was no like, there wasn't a network of like blogs and Twitter and all that shit. Right. There was no Perez at that point. There was no Perez at that point. And even if there had been, I guarantee you, he wouldn't have cared. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm just not like I've never been terribly, not just the media, but actual specific gay people. I'm just not interesting to. You know what I mean? Why I just is don't that? do. Is I don't it know. because you look so um, middle of the road? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There, I'm not. You know. I'm not like fabulous, and I don't have like abs. I'm not. You, you know what I mean? It's like you. You're pretty a, fabulous. I am. I'm fabulous in my own special <laughs> yeah, way. Absolutely. But yeah, there, there's You're not a very flamboyant. I'm, well, it's not even that because I have my moments. But like, it, it's. It, I don't know. There, there's a very specific sort of uh, kind of person that that does well. Uh, with like with w- what we call the gay community, mm-hmm. which is really only just a small sort of sliver of it, like the Abbey and and all that shit is like that's fine, but that's like that's a sliver, and like and you know what you see on logo and in the magazines and whatever, it's all it's a it's a very it's a weird little sliver, and I'm I'm just not I'm not interested in it, and I'm not interesting to it. So, so you, are you? Do you mean to say you're not interested in what is currently being presented as quote unquote gay culture? Mostly, but I'm also like I don't fit into it, and so mm-hmm. there, there's really no. It, it was uh, it was a struggle just to get. Like I did an interview without magazine, and I guess it was 2001 or 2002 or whatever. And it wasn't because like it's 2001 and I'm going to come out. It was I was always out. I just nobody gave a shit, and and like and I was sort of on. Uh, I was on them to like pay some attention to me because you know at the time I had you know I was on air all day mm-hmm. you know all, most days and uh, you know it, it was I thought like it would be nice just to be like out out even though I am you know out in my own you know right world but or to, be publicly. to be publicly out I thought would be a good deal but there was there was no there was no way to do that on your own you know you needed a ma- like there was a no print Twitter magazine to do it for you yeah. you know. And uh, they weren't interested for a long, long time. I finally just wore them down. <laughs> That's the theme: wear people down. Right. Uh, but yeah, but uh, but your the, to your first point uh, or to your first question, I when I when I came out, I was at you know Holy Cross, which is this tiny little Catholic school, very conservative, and and uh, and, and and I was you know I was out when I was there, but like I had this weird thing of like I'm gay, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not one of those guys, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I felt like I had to like prove myself all the time, you know what I mean? And like to uh, prove that you weren't one of those guys. To prove guys? that I was like, hey, I'm not the, you know, it, weirdly enough for like the first few years that I was out, I was like I, I would never make any comments about like uh about other men or like have show any interest in dating anyone or whatever. I was like, I'm gay, but I'm not, I'm not the kind of person who's like attracted right. to guys or anything. I'm just gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I was like I, I I went way out of my way to make other people feel comfortable around okay. me. Which really was like I was trying to get comfy with it myself. Mm-hmm. Um I think a lot of guys do that, you know. Right. Um and I was just a big ding dong for a long time. Like I, I was I really I really pretended to like basketball for a long time. <laughs> And, uh, and were like, you trying to show that like I'm still cool? Yeah, yeah. By by your definition of cool, yeah, okay. yeah. I think I was I was trying to prove to myself and to other people that it was like, hey, you know, right, whatever. like but I'm just like, like you, but yeah, gay. yeah, yeah. Which I you know I, I, I probably I mean pe- at that age everyone is doing that. I though. think so. I think so. You know, and I'm like I'm hard on my I like I look back on that time in my life and I cringe. But I think a lot of people in their own way, yeah, about their own thing do that also. Um, but yeah, it took a long time for me to just be like. Uh, I'm, I'm a gay person and everyone knows it. And like, that means I like men and I should 
talk about it. It's not weird. I'm not making anyone uncomfortable by not t- by talking about it. You know right, what I mean? Right. And there's no like there's no prize for being the most repressed gay guy in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't win any kind of an award or anything. So talk. You know, like you've got friends. Talk to them. And you know did what you I mean? realize that on your own, or was that something? No, were you in therapy own. at all? Or okay. Yeah, that was uh, on my own. I'm in therapy now, but. At the time, I was not. At the time, I was just like – I think I was just – I looked around my life and I was like, this is – like I, I am living like someone who's a, not a happy person. And mm-hmm. I should act like – I should like be myself and be a happy person, you know? And at what age did you realize you were gay? Oh, always. 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 You never felt attraction to women? No, no. I, I think I thought that I was like bisexual at first, but the, the straight half was just wanting to be – normal mm-hmm. and not, you know, freak my family out or whatever. Right. And what was your family's reaction? Uh, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. Um, you know, they were – they're Catholic and they're – you know, and it's it's St. Louis and this was – I guess I came out to them in like 92. Uh, wow. Coming up on 20 years. 20 years out of the closet. Have a party. I probably won't. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they were they were okay considering. Um, my, 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 uh, my mother, like a full year after I came out to her, uh, called me at my desk in my advertising job and was like uh, just in the middle of the day. And I said, hello? And she said, I have a great idea. Like not even hello. Just I have a wonderful idea. Well, what is it? She said, how about a really masculine girl? <laughs> and I just was like, no, no. And I, that was the only time I've ever hung up on my mother. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, it, they were they were cool about it. But it, it definitely took a long time for them to, to you know, to really like Embrace accept it. it yeah. You know what I mean? And like I think they were cool the way that I thought I was cool at the beginning. Like – it's totally fine if you're gay. Just don't express it or talk about it in any way ever. Right. And then other than that, it's completely fine. Right. You know? Right. It's not unlike – well, it's kind of unlike, but it, it makes me think of the person who's like, but some of my best friends are black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you don't understand that if you continue down that path explaining mm-hmm. how overly cool you are with – and and respecting the differences and celebrating them, you sound kind of ignorant and like an asshole. Yeah, like, yeah. You can go too far with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and really, any like if you take one step in that direction, it's too far. It's yeah, it's just very silly. Yeah, um, yeah. So it was weird. It's, it's a long, it's a long, weird process. You know, I'm going, I'm going to some weird gay party. Not it's not a weird gay party, but I'm going, I'm going to like a gay party from here. Um, there's uh, a logo is throwing a thing. And I generally don't go to that kind of thing because mm-hmm. it's like, again, I'm like, it's I get a lot of weird like, I don't know. I feel self conscious when I'm right, there, you right. Know, I always feel out of place. But I'm going to do, do f- it. Do you feel like you need to gay it up more? No. No. Um, no. I just sort of feel like it's um, – I don't know. I just, I just have never – I've never been super comfy in, in like, you know, um, sort of like gay incorporated sort of right. environments. You know what I mean? But whatever. I'm going to stare that fear in the face tonight. You do that. I'm going to fucking stare it down. You do. And so how did you meet – and your boyfriend is a musician. Oh, my God. Yes. I just remembered. We exchanged tweets. What? You and I go way back. Okay. Because you – I've been following you on Twitter for a while, and you yeah. said something about that you're like, I'm at a certain kind of club or something, something about Orange County. And I wrote back, are you at this place? And oh. it was in Fullerton. Yeah. It, the uh, guys the from Slide Lit. Bar. Slide yes, bar. I forget. But you had said something. It was very vague, and it was a little bit derogatory. And I instant, I had just been there, I think. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this place? Yeah. And I instantly knew, I think, that, that it was a Slide Bar. Yeah. But yeah. I can't remember what the tweet was. Great story. Anyway, oh, how did you, your boyfriend? I love Slide Bar because it is so silly. You yes. Know? It is so Orange County. It's so Orange County circa 
like 2003, yes. but pulled into the now. And it's yeah. not an old place. And not place. pulled that far into the now. Right. It used to be a coffee house called The Hub, which was this really uh-huh. cool place um, that I, I used to go to and that when I was in a band, we had played at The Hub. Yeah. But then, yeah, now the guys from Lit who are, you know, uh, I don't know. If there's, are they still in a band? They're still a band. They, just they are? Out, yeah. They had okay. a new album within the last year. Wow. I had, yeah. I had written about them a bunch for the OC Weekly, uh, but... If anyone doesn't remember, it's kind of Ed Hardy-ish, uh-huh. that, the vibe. Very Ed Hardy-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Are you from there? Yeah, I'm from Orange County. All right. What is the deal with the socks up all the way? I don't know, but it goes with a wallet chain. Yo, sure. And with creepers. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I don't know what that is. What is that? I, I don't, don't know. I don't get Maybe it at all. And it's like, and it seems to only be in Orange County. Yeah. Gary would, uh, Gary is from Orange County as well. What's the deal with yep. the socks What's up the all the way, Gary? What's the deal with the sock, with dudes who are cool wearing their socks up all the way? I don't know. I've, inc- I've encountered this too. I was out with a friend playing golf. He was wearing shorts with black socks that came up to the oh. middle of his shins. And no. I was like, what the fuck is wrong no. with you, man? No. Like, aside from the fact that that's just bad etiquette and ugly. It appears that you're trying to say fuck you to somebody because yeah. you could have just rolled those down yeah. and then they would have just looked, well, oh, I was wearing dress shoes, you know? Yeah. But no. He was wearing basketball shorts with black dress socks that went up to the middle of his shins. Ugh. And when I asked him about it, he was like, what are you talking about? Oh, God. Like, I don't know, Brogan. Fuck off. Brogan? Yeah, that's a... Is that a, your name? No, it's an Adam Carolla show term about, ah, you know, surfer shit. guys calling each other Brogan. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. I don't know. Oh, boy. So how did you meet the, your musician boyfriend? We met at uh, The Other Room on uh, Abbott Kinney. Okay. Um, which there, there, there's The Room, The Other Room, and Another Room in New York, which are like my three favorite bars. They're just beer and wine, and they play great music, and I love them. And they finally opened one here uh, on Abbott Kinney in Venice, and, uh, and I wanted to go. It was uh, the night before my birthday. And uh, some friends took me out, and he went out, and uh, we were just waiting for a drink at the same time and struck up a conversation. And he's, uh, and he's a wonderful musician, super awesome guy. Mm-hmm. He's great. He's great. And he plays the slide bar, and which I, I really I – yeah, What the, style I, of music is it? Uh, the, uh, he's in a band called The Mighty Regis, and it's, uh, it's like Celtic punk music in the, in the style of like the Pogues or okay. Dropkick Murphys, that kind of thing. Uh, they just opened for the Dropkick Murphys this past uh, St. Patrick's Day, which was super fun. And, uh, yeah, they're a great band. He is super talented. Super, super talented. And a good guy. All righty. A good guy. Not a great guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> He's an okay guy. And have you – you've He's been fine. together since when? Not too – it's been seven years. Have you been together straight for seven years or mm-hmm. was there any breaking up in there? No. no straight? Uh-uh. No. Yeah. Straight I'm impressed. through. I'm impressed by that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He's a good guy. What's not, what's not to like? You'd like him. Okay. You would. He's cool. He's mellow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just like a good, understated guy. You know, Los Angeles is like full of people who are like trying to bowl you over with uh, with personality yes. and whatever. It's exhausting. It's fucking exhausting, Allison. It really is. Especially when they when it when they're really fronting. You know what I mean? Like when it's like when there's Tom a Cruises. desperation yeah. and a manic energy to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's just it's awful. Especially in the world of improv, which I still am in. You know, there are a lot of people who are just always doing a fucking bit. And you can't, you know, mm. you can't talk to him without them calling you governor or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. What, or what or the... you give them a quarter for the meter and they bite it like they're a newsie. Like, <laughs> sh- cut the shit. What are you doing? Let's be people. Let's Is be it all people. retro bits now? It's, it's mostly retro bits. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Ugh, motherfucker. But yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's interesting because I feel at all times I'm always 
I, I, my, my default is to be a little bit shy. Yeah. So at all times I'm always thinking I should just, you know, more words and more, just bigger and more and blah. And I'm not talking about in performance. I just mean in general, like right. if you don't let someone know who you are, they can't get to know you. Yeah. That kind of bullshit you tell yourself. And yet in general, I prefer fewer words from other people. Me too. And Less is more. I'll, but come to my live show. <laughs> get to know me. Yeah, I think it's that most of my being social these days is like while I'm sort of in my work environment and I'm yeah. trying to do work at the yeah. same time or something. So. Yeah. And you're doing it at Meltdown? Yeah, yes. all joking aside, awesome. Meltdown, August yeah. 9th, yes. with, with the aforementioned Pete Holmes. Yeah, oh, of, I love. of the River wow. so Analogy. I love. And musician Michael Rosas, who, who is excellent. Yeah. And his song that he performed on our show, which I believe is called Saturday, Saturday Friend. Saturday Friend is up on YouTube. Allison and I have both tweeted about it. It's an awesome recording of that song, even right. though the live version is killer. So if you like that song, go check that out yeah. on YouTube. And, okay. uh, he he yeah. used to be in the band Smile. Uh-huh. And then satisfaction. Okay. Um, and I don't know if your boyfriend's band plays Orange County a lot. Yeah, they do actually. They do. But really they well may. Down there. Okay. They may have run into those bands okay. at that let's time. Set them up on a bill. Yeah. Let's do it together. All right. How much do you love Meltdown? I just can I just interject because I do my show at Meltdown also uh, the oh. Friday forty. Okay. Uh, I forget the dates. Shit. I should we'll, check the we'll dates. We'll post them on the. Okay. Uh, yeah. We'll post great. them on the episode page. But great. Meltdown. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yeah. It is people. the best venue awesome in the world people too. Like the such people good people. They're so cool. Such good people. So well run and like and it attracts a crowd that is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know. Wait, what's your show? It's called the Friday Forty. It's uh, forty questions about the events of the last seven days while we all drink forties. Oh, the that's Bud good. Or Bud Light. It's fun. It's like uh, if you remember Remote Control back yes. in the day. It all comes back to MTV. Um, it's it's sort of like uh, as Remote Control was to you know. TV of the 60s and 70s, we are to what just happened. It's like instant trivia about the events of the last right, week. Right, about the past. About the, about the very, yeah, the very, <laughs> very recent past. past. Who hosted Remote Control? Uh, Ken Ober. The oh, late Ken Ober. Yeah, I knew, I knew there was, I had some knowledge associated with that. And yeah. It was that it was sad it when was he sad. died. It was very sad. Top- sad when anyone dies. Almost. Yeah, there's exceptions. There but for exceptions. the most part, death is sad. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and unavoidable, <laughs> okay. for the most part. Let's retreat. Retreat. Topic Sombrero. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. <laughs> we asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. <laughs> now pick the topic and let's begin. It's the Topic Sombrero. Sometime we've got to get video of everyone dancing to that song because everyone just danced to the song. Gary yeah. the most. The cameras yeah, will you, be set up soon. Okay, good. That was Muppetational, what you just did. You, uh, there, there were some head moves that were Thank straight you. up Ernie. Muppetational is like like a Muppets for the public, like a pre- very yeah. presentational yeah. of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, yeah. not a quiet yeah. Muppet moment. Okay. Nope. As a, here, some, uh, someone sent, sent this in to the hat. There it is. As a dude of sound mind who appreciates that people get their shit straight in their heads, I often wonder if a good, objective friend who listens and asks questions is just as helpful as a therapist. Hmm. Now, we already determined, because I asked, that you, yeah. Dave, are in therapy. Yep. I have uh, been in and out of therapy a lot. Uh-huh. Um, and <clears throat> actually, not in and out a lot, but I've, you know spend some time in therapy do they do they do they get rid of you do they fire you no actually but i wish yeah get out <laughs> you are do, We're yeah, done I can't here. handle it yeah. i can't take your money anymore um your time is up forever <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, know. my uh, I'm trying to think if I should answer first or if I should have you oh. go first. Uh, can we talk very quickly about my therapist first? Yes, because this of course. Is amazing. Of course. Uh, we um, my therapist is, uh, lives on the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, and I go to his house. And instead of sitting in an office Just for an like hour, growing pains. Oh, really? Yeah, Alan Thick. Oh. I mean, not in Malibu, but he had oh, okay. an office in his house. Okay, it's right when he walked in. Okay, uh, this is right on the beach, and uh, and instead of an hour in the office, we go for ninety minutes out uh, on paddle boards into the Pacific Ocean. Oh my god, and that's we have amazing! Our, we have our sessions in the Pacific Ocean. Does he do that with dolphins. everyone? Uh, yeah, yeah. Is his much. website like therapist with boat? Uh, it's I, th- I think it's Ocean Mind. Okay. Is his thing? Yeah, it's like a new business, and we had rented his house as a uh, as a location for the FX show. And uh, and I was talking to him, and he's like he's like younger than me. And it looks like Kelly Slater, and I was like I was just fascinated by him. And uh, I'm, now I'm fascinated by him. Oh yeah, you should be. It's crazy. Um, and yeah, it's like his little shack. It's all full of like surfboards and and guitars and psychology texts. That's and I was like, what's the deal with all the texts? And he told me the story, and I was like, I you I am your newest patient. I next week. When are you open? I have a crush on him already. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. You should. It's Is he crazy. Taken? Uh, I think he has a girlfriend. I, I mean, I am, but I'm okay. All right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. He's he's a good looking dude. Yeah, I could. That actually would never work because I'm. Con- I've only had female therapists. Yeah. And I'm convinced that if I had a male therapist, regardless of how he looked, I would develop feelings for him. Right. Which then some people say, but that would actually be a good situation because you could work through whatever. Oh. You know, if it brings up something, you work through it. Uh, but I just I don't no, know. Eh. No. I don't know. And you know what? Honestly, like I say, he's a, a tremendously good looking guy. But I it, that has not happened. I'm happy to say that it's like okay. Right. You know, I'm not, I'm like, it's my feelings are not going that Good. direction. I would have done it anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I would still go even yeah. if there was some danger of that because you get to surf. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You get to talk about your problems and then there's a dolphin. You know what I mean? That's so cool. It's fucking great. And it's, it is the most Southern California thing I've ever done. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the kind of thing that, like, I, I'm not even going to try to tell my family about it. You know what I mean? It's just, right. it is for eight reasons not something that they would ever understand. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's weird. My therapist in California would um, – she was always very well put together and very uh, – I don't know what the, what the word – like precise and you know measured words. And um, she almost – she looked like Hillary Clinton actually yeah. but uh, but more attractive. Uh-huh. And – but very like, you know, I am a, a woman with a career. And then my therapist in New York – would like sit on the ground and she looked kind of really hippie-ish yeah. and it was just weird. It was so not what you'd expect in each city. It yeah. was the reverse yeah. actually yeah. of what yeah. you'd expect. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Did but, you watch this uh, Political Animals? I know we're getting, we're not even answering has the question. That, that started already? It started last night. No, was it good? Uh, I saw some of it. We had been out by the pool drinking beer all day so it was like, it was like, eh. it, it, it required more attention than I was mm-hmm. able to pay it. But, uh, but James Wolk, uh, who is my absolute number one dreamboat, is in it. He plays like the good son. There's some twins. Right. Like in a good soap opera, of there's course. a good twin and an evil twin. He's the good twin. I love him. I love him. It's waiting for me on my DVR. I'm going to watch I'm going to have to check it out. Oh, he's fine. I had my he fa- fine. <laughs> my favorite dude on TV. Let's get a picture. Uh, for a while was um, the guy who plays Cesare on the Borgias on Showtime. I've never seen it. It's It was good but I was watching it and Game of Thrones, uh-huh. and Game of Thrones soon overtook it. Uh-huh. And then I it's haven't too many even... capes, right? Yeah, there's you a lot. Pick one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in my head they were very similar, even though yeah. they don't exist in the same time. No, but Game still, of Thrones is outside of time. A lot of capes, <laughs> right? Uh, very, very attractive. But then I haven't even watched this season, so yeah. I gave up on him. Mm, all right. 
Yeah. Okay. I haven't watched any of those. Anyway, so to oh, the question. there's your boyfriend. I mean, not your boyfriend. No, that's not it's your other, the other one. Oh. James Wolk. W-L-K. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Fucking Gary. Jesus Christ, Gary. Uh, okay. So uh, is a... A, a, a good a, objective a, a good friend objective who listens friend. well the same as a therapist. I don't know if it's the same as a therapist because I think one of the great things about therapy is that you do it and it's like that's what you're – oh, my God. Almost a little mm. – he's like Eric McCormick crossed with – who's the guy? Thank with you. Ge- Thank you for with, that, Gary. Uh, Gordon Levitt. Jason okay. Gor- no, what's Goodbye the guy? Yeah. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh, but just such lovely friendly eyes. You yeah. know what I mean? Beautiful yeah. eyes. James yeah. Walk, look him up. It's attractive. Uh, he's a good looking dude. Uh, but I, I, uh, the thing about like – a therapist is that it's like a transaction. Yes. You know what I mean? And like, and, and it's, I, I don't want to like make my guy sound like he's a whore or whatever, but it's like, I kind of get there. I do my business. I and leave then some he money, sleeps with you for money. And then he sleeps with me for money. He, no, does he doesn't sound like a whore. Um, but you know what? Like it's, I go in and like, here's what we're doing for the next hour and a half. Yeah. And then I give you money for it. And that's that. And I don't have to feel like, I think with, with a, a, a friend who's skilled at listening, which I have a lot of, uh, if I go on too long, I feel bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and because it's not their job, their there job aren't, is to there be aren't the same boundaries. Right, right. And then you got to listen back, Ugh. which I don't want to do. I know it's exhausting. Yeah. Um. And and I do think that a friend that listens and can be objective can help for sure. You know, oh, yeah. definitely avail yourself of that if you can't get to therapy. But the reason I think it's not the same is because with a therapist. First of all, they're listening for different things than the friend might be. Yeah. They have a bigger picture because they don't know you right. um, than your friend. And because you are probably going to be more open to certain things that a therapist might say. Yeah. Not that you're going to be open to everything they say, but you're, it's going to hit you on a different level. You're going to be more open to it than something your friend might say. Right. Even if you're like, I want you to be totally objective with me. I don't yeah. know. I just think a therapist can guide you in different directions than yeah. – I mean, it obviously depends what situation you're talking about. You know, there's right. certain things where a friend can be just as good. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I think it's not. I, I am in the camp that it is not at all the same. Yeah. And if you're talking about a, an interpersonal problem, uh, your friend might know all the people involved and might tell you when you're wrong. And I don't want to be told that I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is that that's you say, like, tell me the truth. Yeah. Even if you think it's going to hurt my feelings, tell me the truth. Yeah, yeah. And then if it does and it hurts your feelings, you're going to be upset with your friend. Right. Right. I find. Yeah. Yeah, and you can't and you can't just like write a check and be like, okay, that yeah. now you've done that, that thing is over. Now let's go back to being friends. No, you carry it with you. Right. You know exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, so there you go. We have a clear answer. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> right. Get in therapy. I think it's just me or everyone time. Sometimes what is this? Another second. Oh. Something I have thought or done is it just me or everyone. Dave Holmes, wow. just me or everyone. Yeah. Thank you, Trap Dog, for the excellent music. That's great theme music. Thank you. You really do. Thank you so much. Yeah. Oh. And, and it, mean, it means a lot. You know, honestly, it's like it really it, it zips the show right along. Thank you. Yeah. And thank you to Trap Dog, who's uh, a musician named Tom Rapp, who has done the music for the show. Th- these songs come from when I did the show as a Ustream show in uh-huh. my apartment in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. So they have a rich history. Not all of them, but most of them come from that time. Right. Um, Ustream. Wow. Yeah, I know. That must have been fun. It was really fun, actually. Yeah, it was like some of my best memories of living in Brooklyn were all the, like having bands play in my bedroom. Not oh, my bedroom, yeah. my living room and all of that stuff. It was very fun. That's great. But, you know, I think there is m- a much greater audience for podcasts than for 
video. Yeah. In fact, and now you as someone who does a video show, uh-huh. do you do you find that you're up against that thing of like there's just not the audience as much? Uh, a little bit, but that's you know that's why we make them five minutes, right? You know, so that you're not you know because yeah. I, I would love to talk three for hours. hours. Yeah, see, I would love to do that, but yeah. you can't. I nobody. I can't expect somebody to be sitting in front of their laptop for that. Right. Long. Even though I do every day, <laughs> I like I still I do too. But but I but it's not. But if someone said watch this three hour thing, yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> I do For, not. I don't. I I won't even. I oftentimes won't even go to movies. Yeah. Because I don't want. I, I feel like I don't have the time. Yeah. But it's like at home. What the hell am I doing? Yeah. I did have the time. Stick around at home. Exactly. I just saw uh, Safety Not Guaranteed. Delightful. Mm. First time I, I've been I to movies in seen, forever. Uh, Moonlight. I haven't either. King, Moonrise I haven't either. Kingdom. I haven't either. And it seems like our duty. Is, I know. You know. I hear it's really good too. Yeah, I'm sure it's okay. great. Anyway, so sorry. So just me or everyone is where people send in things that they do or think where they think is it just me or everyone? Yeah. And then we say whether we also do them. Okay. Okay. Todd Hoyer says, I empty all the old water out of the tea kettle and fill it back up again, even though I'm boiling the water anyway. I do that too. I do too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Everyone. Okay, it's everyone. Yeah, uh, that's so weird. Isn't that weird? And even if you weren't, it's still just water that's been sitting there. Nothing yeah. terrible has happened. I know. You know what I mean? I don't know what I, why I'm doing it. Yeah, and then it, sometimes I'll actually take a cup and I'll start to put the, the purified water in it. Yeah. And then I'll be like, wait, I feel like I should be rinsing this out first, and I'll dump that out, then rinse it with regular water, and then put the yeah, purified yeah, yeah, water yeah. in. Yeah. I'm sorry, all rest right. of America, where there's a drought that's mm, very bad right now. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's all try to be better. It is everyone, but everyone should try to be better. Yeah. Uh, I read my emails again. Okay. G. Lupidio says, I read my emails again after I send them, then get pissed off about errors I can no longer fix. Mm. And there was, I think there was another one that was very similar, and it was that I read my – it was something about I read my email. Was it to ad- – Gary, you don't have to get it, just if you remember. Was it to admire it's them? It's right there in the lower left. No, it's not. Oh, maybe maybe not everything is visible. There's three rows of three. Rob talk. That's not it. No, there's another one. It's okay. Yeah. Coming in a it future was, show. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, more than one person sent in some variation on the yeah. theme of reading emails after you send them. Right. Um, I will do that. If it's something where I, f- yeah, I guess if it's something where I feel like I articulated something I felt in sort of a, um, and it was kind of long and I just want to reread it and just, you know, luxuriate in my own mm-hmm. uh, word smithery, I yeah. might do it. Yeah. Or I often have the feeling, oh my God, did I send that to the right person? Mm-hmm. Because let's say it's someone that I email a lot, like Gary, I'll just, you know, type, I'm like not really paying that much attention. I'll type in G. It, it'll autofill the rest of his email address. Yeah. I'll just – and it, it's almost like, like that thing where you drive home but you didn't – you weren't aware of anything you saw on the way home. Yeah. Like the email process, it's so fast and then yeah. I send it and then I'm like, holy Wait shit. Did I send that to the right person? Yeah. So then I'll go look at it. Yeah. What okay. about you? Do you ever uh, do this? No, I never do because I am a perfectionist with spelling and grammar and punctuation. Oh. I am like to a degree that's not okay. I'm I'm really persnickety about it, and so I would never I would never send anything out that I haven't looked at like many many times, and even in texts I capitalize. Really? You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I've yeah, gotten yeah. very lax about it in 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 if in if it's an email that's just a conversational email, I'm very haphazard about capitalization. Yeah, yeah. 
I, 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 feel, I, I feel like I would like to relax about it, but I, I'm afraid to let myself because I feel like it's a slippery slope. And then, and then I'm doing you are when I mean you apostrophe oh, That's the fear. That is the that's fucking the fear. fear. That's the fear. I don't think it'll ever happen. And the 2-2 two, two problem. Oh, there, there, and there. Forget oh, it. I know. Then and then. Well, that's the one that gets me. How fucking hard is it? Because that is that means different things. Well, and I think that that's someone. If I see that, I think this person doesn't know. that it's different. Right. Right. Oh, that's what I always think about all of those things. Is that like when someone writes of instead of have? I would of rather. Would of? Yeah, they don't know. They wouldn't have done it. I mean, it's it should of is not a thing. Right. Yeah. They they don't know. They don't know. And you shouldn't get out of fourth grade with that. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's it's t- t- college graduates who have jobs and stuff doing that. It's 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 great. It makes my blood boil. Now I didn't know about fewer than, less than. Yeah. Until I don't know it, like, within the last eight years or something. But right. I mean, or even fewer than that. Yeah. How hey. did I, how did I graduate without knowing that? That that's you know that is is that it's, refined grammar? It's a little it's a little refined. Yeah. Okay. It's a little that's. Um, I, I I just did a, a pilot for the History Channel called "How Many People Does It Take?" and it was about like it was like a, a process show, like how how many people does it take to make a deck of cards or a bottle of whiskey or whatever, and uh, and so the network wanted uh, there to be like a, a th- like do you think it'll be more people to make uh, whiskey than it would be to make a deck of cards? Like they always want to have something to like make the viewer think or whatever, <laughs> which like I don't I don't know that that was necessarily the way to go with it, but whatever. But it required me to say like at the end of every commercial break, like when we come back, we're following you know we're going to see how many people it takes to make a helicopter. What do you think, more or less? And I was like, you guys, it's fewer. It's fewer. <laughs> you know that, right? It's fewer. Like, yeah, we know, but it's like they're gonna relax it's gonna, that one. Yeah, yeah. It's just like it it flowed better for me to say more or less. Right. And so I did, through gritted teeth. I did it. It's awful. I'm sorry. Awful. Yeah. It didn't go. Don't, did don't it, did me, it go? Uh, no, it did not. Okay, that's why. Um, yeah, that's probably why, right? Yeah. Grammar. I know. You got to bring it now, with the grammar. Now, people also, and 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 if we didn't alienate everyone with the all my children talk. Okay. The because uh, I got plenty more of that. The grammar talk. Yeah. That'll get them back. <laughs> People <laughs> mess it. up myself a lot. They insert yeah. myself. Oh, yeah. Because you, you don't need myself. Yeah. All, and now I'm blanking on all the instances where people say it. But, but they'll be yeah, like, I know what you mean. like, who went to the party? It was Frank, Dick, and myself. <laughs> <laughs> I want Frank, Dick to be one person. <laughs> yeah, I know it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the two of us, Frank, Dick, and myself. Because you could just say <sighs> Frank, Dick, and I went to the party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I know that I've got one, and it's on the tip of my tongue. But we'll we'll, we'll think of it as soon as, as we start talking about something else. Okay. But there's some. There's another thing that everyone fucking does in drag. Oh, I'll tell you what it is. Okay. Uh, each one, uh, each movie that I saw was better than the next. No, it wasn't. Uh, I watched the uh, I watched the Miss America pageant. Each uh, each uh, uh, contestant was more beautiful than the next. That means they got less beautiful. It's more beautiful than the last. Right? Oh, right. If you're saying like it just right. got better and better, right. that means, that means they're more in descending. Yeah, that means like yeah, the last one was fucking ugly, right? A lot of people do that. Each was more beautiful. Each more That's whatever so interesting because than it didn't jump last. out at me. Yeah. yeah, as incorrect, but you're right. Yeah. See, right? but in my, my the one that would really and always does get me in that kind of a, is the the fucking up of then and then mm-hmm. to the point where it's like, what'd you do last You've night? You've been stuck on this I, since no, I then, haven't you? <laughs> I can't get, no, I can't get over this one. This one is like the biggest pet peeve in the world for me because I'll get an email from my friend and it's like, we went to Dylan's and then, we, and then we went and played beer pong. And I'm like, 
mm, mother. You got or, fun or friends, like, though. You know, <laughs> I like your friends. You know, right. Hang out with your friends. Steve is smarter than yeah. Joe, and it's yeah. like, well, really? They are both smarter than. Do both you remember you. Yeah, when exactly. you didn't have to know how someone didn't know grammar all the time? And by that, what I mean is, I remember uh, I met this guy and. Um, I, I sort of liked him. This is when I was playing in a band and he and I emailed and he was talking about an amp and he's like, I would never buy that amp again. Um, you know, a hundred Watts is too much power T O mm. much power with like 10 exclamation points. I yeah. was like, okay, my crush on you just went away a little yeah. bit. Um, even though I don't think you liked me, but no, I chose yeah, uh, because absolutely. of your over ex- over punctuation, even though now I do that and you're, and this, but I was thinking, that uh, it didn't used to be that you emailed with everyone or texted with everyone. Yeah, you didn't have to know, or or, or were able to read their Twitter. Now yeah. it's very clear. You would hear their voice, and you spelled right. it. You spelled it exactly. You know, you spelled it right. Mm-hmm. You would just hear it and spell it in your head. When right. you said that, I just imagined a you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, it's, it creeps up on you. Okay, uh, there are two more, and then we should. Okay, then we'll, then we'll move on. We're alienate <laughs> like uh, people who aren't listening to this are alienated. Right? I know. Uh, the reason being is that drives me crazy. Uh, I didn't like that movie, and the reason being is that it right. was too long. No, the reason being it was too long, right? Oh, okay. That drives me nuts. Also, uh, and this is a big text and Twitter thing, when somebody really loves something. And I don't know why it's all about movies today, but I love uh, Moonrise Kingdom, but L-O-V-E-E-E-E-E-E-E. Yeah, that's, that's la vie. Yeah, that's like, <laughs> why are you repeating a yeah. silent letter? Right, repeat the O. yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. No, no, that's good. I'm, I see, am now a joy I, to be around when it comes to words. Now I feel like, do I say the reason being is that? You might. You did might. I, I feel like I, I did. You didn't today. It would be so embarrassing if you did. <laughs> I may have. For me. Well, see, for me, I could imagine saying the reason being is that as I'm talking, because I'm thinking as I'm talking, and it yeah, was yeah, just yeah. like sort of a yeah. space filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'll a never word. Say it's it again, an um. though. Yeah. Hell no. Hell no. All right, let's keep going. Yeah, I like these. let's do it. Okay, Patrick O'Lee twenty seven says, "Whenever I see the word awry, I say it awry, then feel stupid." Yeah, yeah, I think, I think, yeah. Yeah, I used to think that uh, lascivious was lascivious. Oh, see, I, I, I like paused that. for a second because I forgot. Yeah. I, I, it still sounds a little wrong to me. Yeah. It should be lascivious. And chic, chic, C H I C, always looks like chick uh-huh. to me. Yeah. Um, and well, there's another one that, oh, L-A-M-B-A-S-T. Lambast? It is lambast, right? Why does everyone say lambast? Who says lambast? I swear to God, I've heard some lambast. Who says lambast? I've heard. That sounds like you're, you're getting ready to make an awesome delicious dinner on a, like a spick. (laughs) It's going to be lambast. No, like a, like a turning lamb that's been basted. Oh, I was thinking, I I was thinking a stew that is lambast. Oh, right. That is well. I was thinking of a basted lamb. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But neither of which involve chastising. Um, I'm fairly certain I've heard lambast. Well, they're wrong. Okay, thank you. I, then as it made we, me wonder if I had it wrong yeah, this whole no, time. As we have discussed, everyone is wrong about yeah. everything all the time. All right. Uh, I have a friend who uh, said epitome for a long time. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, but then also in an email, uh, like phonetically wrote epitome. Like so and so is the epitome that like yes. s- spelled out like it would sa- like it sounds. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so you know both of those words. <laughs> right. You're aware that they kind of mean the same thing, but you don't know that they're the same word. 
It's amazing to me. I always have problem, not problems, but my brain often initially misreads resume resume. Oh, okay. So I, it's just send, send in your resume. Yeah. Or you know. Yeah. We will resume. Mm-hmm. Okay. The pooser <laughs> says. The pooser. I tend to take much longer poops than needed. Nope, don't want to talk about it. Because, oh, are you anti-scatological um, stuff? I'm not. I don't love it, but whatever. Let's you do know, it. We're halfway through. Speaking of Wendy Molino, yeah, who's a friend of mine from college, and people who are listening don't know, but she's a writer for Bob's Burgers uh-huh. and, and one uh, of the funniest people in yeah, the world. Hilarious. Um, and and does does she still do improv? Not she as much as of, she should. She did a lot of improv. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, in college, she was very against scatological humor. Yeah. And I'm very for it. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I always felt bad. Yeah. When I'd make her have to leave. But anyway, I remember seeing you know some t- a long time after college, uh, seeing that that grammar was wrong. But oh well, it's spoken. It's all real loose right it's all now. Good. It's all good. Much time passed, and I was about to say something. And I'm like, oh wait, you don't like scatological humor. And then she's like, no, I'm past that now. <laughs> okay. Well, she's good. okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. She's anyway. on a Fox animated show now, so she better get used to it. I tend to take much longer poops than needed because. <laughs> just love the word poops mm. because I'm playing with my phone used to be much more efficient before cells uh, I actually don't have that problem me either and um, making Dave uncomfortable I will oh, say I, know, I, don't I used to be someone though who'd like I had to read oh me too and now I don't ever read I don't oh, know I what read. changed I always read you do yeah on sometimes your phone it is the phone yeah sometimes it's the phone but it, no it's no longer than usual like it's it's either that or you know some Men's health or some kind of crap. Right. You know some kind I mean? of bathroom reading. Some sort of bathroom reading. Yeah. You have to you have to read? Yeah. I feel incomplete if I don't. But if you're in a public restroom or don't are you one of those who won't? I will not. You won't. I will not, no. See, college broke me of being particular about where I went to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean I, I will in a pinch, but I <laughs> I I would prefer not to. Gary? Yeah, no, not really um, an issue. I do read, and uh, I don't do the public thing if I have to sit down, unless yeah. it's a serious, serious emergency. I, I love how delicate you are yeah. with your, with your uh, word choices here. But I'm wondering <laughs> if Allison's being truthful, because I would have put money down that the that she would have gone the other way on this JMO, because, and I obviously listen to this show way too many times because I remember this, but there is a past episode where you make a joke that the toilet is where you do your temple running. And that's an oh, iPhone game. Oh, yeah. So it's Temple Running. Temple, Temple Run, Run is an oh. iPhone game. Yeah, yeah. I Very forgot. Very popular. And she made a joke in a recent podcast about that. No, not recent. Actually, I think it was – it could have been Pete Holmes. It's, it, it was an old one. But – There was a time. What of it? Jeez. <laughs> oh, Boom. Holding my feet to the fire. Roasted. There was a time. I feel very lambasted. Oh, um, we've talked kidding. about that. Yeah. Callback. Um. There, there was a time where I was playing. T- for some reason, when I'm at, when I'm at um, my boyfriend's place, I do more reading on the toilet. I don't know why. Why is that? Hmm. Well, he has a stack of magazines and things oh, there right there. That might be some of it. But I think that to then maybe I'm thinking I'll read a magazine. No, I'll just play this video game on my phone. Right. In my crappy bathroom in my apartment. <laughs> It's small. It's not conducive to relax. You just want to get out of there as fast as you can. Uh, you know, Maybe I've that's what those. it is. I've had those. Yeah. It's not. It's not a room you want to luxuriate in. Right. My old house. Uh, I and like I'm not like a bought. I, I was renting a house, and and it had this tiny little bathroom. Like there was a sort of a separate shower, and then there was like this little tiny bathroom, mm-hmm. right? And uh, and there was a huge full length mirror on the the door facing so the could, toilet. 
watch yourself as you went. Yeah, and, and there was no room good. in there for anything else. And like, and even when you opened the door, there wasn't like enough. It wasn't like here's where the full length mirror goes, so right. you can look at yourself before you leave. There was no place really to do that. So there was no other purpose other than. To, to watch yourself yeah. going number two, and? so like that was the first thing I took down. I was like, "This is not. This is going. This is going away. This is going out yeah. the garage today." Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't possibly. I am trying to think if I've ever seen myself. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't I, think I'd want to. I don't, I don't want to. I know that I'm doing it. Yeah, that's we all know what's going right. on. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, I like these. This is fun. Thank you. Oscar Love, this will be the last one. Oscar C. Lovecom says, on my unscheduled days off, I really have a hard time getting up and moving. And I, uh, yeah, I feel like doesn't everyone? Yeah, I think we covered that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, when when, when the river is not moving, the river is not moving. When the river is not moving, I have a really hard time figuring out what time of day to shower even. Mm -hmm. This is like a real issue for me because I know that after I shower, I feel better. Or maybe before I shower, I feel kind of useless and yeah. like, what the hell am I doing? And yet, I have trouble making myself shower if I'm not going to be going anywhere or seeing anyone. And then also, every single day, I'm like, am I going to work out today? Am I going to exercise? Blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't want to take a shower first. Um, right. And, you know, and then, so I don't know. It's like a, it's ridiculous because if I just made myself do it when I got up. Yeah. I would feel better, but yeah. I don't ever do that. Yeah, and it starts you off in a great exactly. way for the day. Well, but, yeah. I'm sorry to jump in, but don't yeah. you feel, uh, at least I feel, and do you feel the same, that if you take a shower and then just sit around your apartment for three hours, that somehow that's been wasted? Yes. Yeah. But what did I waste? I don't know, but I feel Soap that way. Soap and water? But yeah, but you, yeah, you feel like you, you are gearing up for something, to go and yeah. do something, go into battle. Yeah, but when, once I get out of the shower and I get dressed and I'm like all put together and then I sit back down at my computer, I just feel like, <laughs> yeah. well, that could have waited three hours and then I would look all perfect when I'm going out into the world. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I used to never want to put on makeup if I didn't know if I was going out. Because it, I felt it was a waste of mascara waste of or something, and yet yeah. then when all if someone would call me for plans, uh, uh, it would take me a while to get ready. You know, right, if right. I just been ready, it would be easier. I'm telling you, it's it's gotten to the point though, and I absolutely sympathize with that guy, and I think it's everyone. I on weeks <clears throat> where I have like the one audition or whatever, I have started to think like, should I just work at a Starbucks for like <laughs> twenty hours? A week, right? That, like, should I have some sort of super flexible job that, like, I can just call in and say, like, "Hey, I'm coming in for 20 hours." You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna rearrange the muffins or whatever. <laughs> just have something because when you have like, if you're if you are at a job that you aren't connected to, all you can think about is all the shit you're gonna get done when you get home, and you tend to do it because you mm-hmm. have less time to do it, and you're under the gun and whatever. Like, I feel like in order to keep myself like motivated, I need some stupid job. See, I've had, be a fry cook. I've had periods of time where I think that as well. And then I think, or I could volunteer somewhere or I could this or I could that. And then the fucking list of all the things I should be doing with my time begins to be another thing that just makes me freeze up. Yeah. 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 It's like, I'm, I'm going through that now where I'm like, uh, instead of thinking of all the things I could be doing, why don't I do the things that are on my list? Yes. You know what I mean? Or, or, or like pick three of them and just do them really well. See, Rather than like have a billion things on the list that I could do. Yeah. And then you're paralyzed by like what you want to start right. with and, and you can't do everything well. And you know? I tend to be someone who tries to do a little bit of everything all at once and doesn't mm-hmm. get anything done. Yeah. As opposed to the people who realize that the way to be effective is like choose one chore on your to-do list. Just yep. do it till you're done. Yeah. Cross it off. Yeah. You get stuff done. As opposed to I'll be like, 
I'm going to clean up like this one pile here and right. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then yeah. it's like, what did I do today? Um, I spent most of my time on Twitter somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> and I moved that pile uh, over there. Right. You or, know what I mean? And for some reason when I'm cleaning or rearranging or whatever, I do like – I can get to about 80 percent. But I always leave a little bit of it there. Yeah. I don't, even when I move into a place, yeah. there's always one shelf that's just where I throw everything. Yeah. Or there's, and well, now it's actually – it used to be contained to that, but now I move into a place even less, actually. Right. I don't know why. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know. Well, alas, we are, are pretty much out of time. God damn it. I know, I yeah. do this all day. You guys are fun. Thank you. Well, you're going to have to come back. Great. That's just how we're going to do it. Anytime. Okay. Well, so tell us, where can we find you and what should we be aware of Let's that you're see. doing? Plug. Plug away. I will plug away. Uh, we're doing the Friday 40 at, uh, at Meltdown Comics. Uh, which we told you about, you would be an awesome contestant. Is that every Friday? No, it's not every Friday. Um, it's I th- we're, we're hoping to settle into like a twice a month kind of situation, but my co-host, uh, Scott Gimple, is a writer on uh, The Walking Dead, so he is spending a lot of time in Atlanta with zombies. So. Do you feel like you painted yourself into a corner with it having to be a Friday? Um, we have thought about making it just have, calling it the 40 and mm. just doing it some night or whatever. But it's fun doing it on Friday night because yeah. it's kind of – there's a happy hour aspect to it. You know, We're all drinking and stuff. Friday Not works with can, my schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So we, we, you never know. You never know. But we will be doing it uh, – we're doing it at some place in Atwater Village in late July and then Bigfoot in – No. Atwater Crossing? No, I've never even Some heard of it. Some new place. Yeah. It sounds great. It does sound great, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then meltdown in early August and then uh, early September, I think again. But the the specific dates, I'll send you guys when okay. I find out what they Excellent. are. Excellent. And we can um, follow you on Twitter. On Twitter uh, at Dave Holmes. Uh, do a monthly show called Mapping the Heavens with Rob Delaney, who also was in my class with uh, uh, Wendy Molyneux oh. back in the day. Um, and that's the third Thursday of every month at UCB, and. Drink yeah. with Dave. Where, where... I, I drink with Dave. Com. Okay. Um, I also uh, write for Vulture. Uh, oh, yeah. Com every now and then, Mag. which is fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just follow me on Twitter. I, I am not shy about promoting myself on Twitter. So if you want to know okay. what I'm doing, follow me. Well, thank you so much, Dave Holmes. Thank you very much. This Allison has been Rosen delightful. Thank you so and much. Thank you, listeners, for listening. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A R I Y N B F. That's Allison Rosen is your new best friend, not Arian boyfriend. I mm-hmm. know that you guys all say that and think that, and I've heard I'm it before. Follow you right now. Okay. You can follow Gary on Twitter at G Patrick Smith. Um, and thank you again for listening. And go to gotomeeting.com. And sign up for your free trial. Please use promo code Allison. That will help the show. Um, Gary, what am I? F- oh, and we, you know, we've plugged it a bazillion times, but August 9th at Nerdmount with Pete Holmes and Michael Rosas. And I think that's it. I love you guys. See you next week. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Those good times don't seem to